This is the pain train Preston Quinn, one hat of the extreme horsemen. And when I want to hear music and entertainment, I come right here. You're listening to On the Fly with Stevie and Warden. You are listening to On the Fly. What's up, guys? On the fly back again. And tonight, I put my 1 0 record in Album Wars on the line. Again, 1 0, whatever. 1 0. Woo. 1 0. Hey, my fault people don't have any taste. Okay. I think people have a lot of taste. That's what you get. That's what you forget. After Bad Animals just demolished Brigade. Of course it was going to do it. You know, that animals has, has a couple better songs on it, but overall Brigade's a better album. Better. Better. You said better. Anyway. Yeah, you better. actually heard that, Stevie? Wow. Yeah. Got the ears cleaned, huh? Better songs. Halloween's over, dude. Look, he's, is that an Asylum shirt? No, I had my Paul Stanley chest hair. Right. No, it's a, it's actually from the end of the road. Yeah, I've got, I had a I had a asylum shirt, but I wasn't gonna wear it because that's like playing for the enemy there. Tonight. I have an animalized shirt that I wore when we did our <laughs> top uh, songs. I've got I've got the whole oh all that all the See, okay, all folks. The, I'm wearing the official shirt. He's wearing the bootleg. So this come off you, of what? This come off like Etsy or something like that. Yeah, like that's that. not official. It's just fine, you know. Look. Some of those ones that are like. The knockoff, quote unquote, knockoffs are better. They last longer. Exactly. This thing I got what, and it's already fading. Fifty dollars shirt, and it's already fading. Yes, I was drunk and I bought it. So, hey, I'm gonna say last time I got San Antonio. Last time I'll see him, I'll buy it. Whatever. Yeah. Tonight, album wars, and we, of course, if you can tell, we're wearing our gear. Kiss, and we're going to the '80s. Asylum versus Animalize. And uh, like we, we always do, Warden has had first pick because I had first pick first time, and he he decided to pick Asylum. I had to and go I, with Asylum. It was my first Kiss album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. And I, I picked was, that. I was, I was late, late to the party. Yeah, he was very late to the party. Everybody was already drunk, so no beer left. So, but uh, before we get into that, how was your Halloween? Non-eventful. I, uh, I'm doing a work project at work, and um, this is the last week we're doing it before the end of the year because we got like one more school to do. And so I signed up for. I was like, okay, I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll do the podcast, and you know, Thursday, we'll finish in two days. Should finish Monday, Tuesday, right? Well, I guess nobody signed up for Monday, so it's like a couple of us. Ah, we're not going to work tonight. We'll do it. So I only got one day yesterday, but it was cool. Um, nobody. Nobody really, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't ever turn the light on anyway. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm too cheap to buy candy. $14 a bag. Woo. Yeah. Candy's, candy's out gone. I had to buy, I had to buy some Monday and uh, my daughter. Got, I mean, you got a daughter. So it's, I mean, that's, that's well, fun I mean, to she's do. 18, though. She's, yeah, but she's still young. She you gave know? out, she gave out the candy. She sat on the front. Halloween was, Halloween was fun back, you know, when I was 18 oh, yeah. and stuff. But if you see those TikTok things, those kids trying to sell, they'll put the candy on the on the uh, the the front porch, and this like girl was gonna like steal it all, and she saw oh, the camera. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, was... never mind. <laughs> Did you think she came back though? Oh, I didn't see that part. I yeah, saw that. You, you need to watch it. Watch it a little bit further because she goes up to the door. 
and that you know that door camera sitting there and she she's about to dump the whole thing in there she, she sees, sees it, the she camera goes, yeah she goes like that she grabs like a couple of pieces and then goes that but then she goes around the corner her parents are in the car around the corner she comes back and she takes they must have told her, you know, just get the whole daggum thing. I know it had to come from she the parents. Dumps the yeah. whole thing in there and then takes off. And they come out, uh, just a couple, they come out. And I can't make out what the lady says to him, but the lady goes around the corner and says something to her, like, you need to come back. The or lady said like that to the parent or the girl who took the candy? All of them. They were all in the car. So, I mean, that, that, but honestly, <laughs> Your ass is too lazy just to leave the candy out there. It deserves to get stolen. I mean, what do you? It's going to go away anyway. But I mean, still, you shouldn't what encourage you your kid. To Why? I mean, you shouldn't encourage your kid to steal the whole damn thing, even though it's fair game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's wrong on both sides. Because if you're still scared of COVID, don't even don't even put out candy for trick or treaters. Don't even worry. But don't go through the hassle. But if you're just going to leave it out there, or you're you're asking for it, but. Would I send my daughter up there and say, hey, take the whole thing? No. I didn't see that second part. I just saw that she got busted. Yeah, she came back. She came back again. Uh, You know what we should do? Maybe we should play that. No, let's not do that. I don't want to get a. I don't want to get a lawsuit for. We're you know, not going to get a lawsuit. Yeah, but you sit there and you don't bite out the, the kid's face, and we'll be held liable for you know it's too much. The way people are nowadays, they sue over anything, dude. It may not even be up here anymore. Your dog's trying to get it. Oh, your dog just opened the door. Wow. Yeah. Smart dog. She's very smart. Takes after your wife. I don't even think it's up here. Not you. Oh, yeah. You don't get the smarts from you, dude. I'm not very smart. Yeah. You finally admit it. I'm not smart. You're smarter than me. Hey, well, you hired me, right? So (laughs) there you go. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I can't be too smart. Yeah, no shit. All right. So let's move on. (laughs) Halloween was, you know, uneventful. Yeah, I was off Monday, so. Oh, that's uh, cool. So you don't have a set schedule. You are like here, there, whatever. Usually, if I work on Sunday, which I do that every other Sunday, I'll have Monday and Wednesday out. And then if I don't work, I have Sunday, Monday out. So. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't. It, we're shorthanded as we are. We're you still shorthanded, so you still work oh, a lot yeah. overtime. But you are. Yeah, you do get paid. We're not getting overtime though. They don't want to. But you. Oh, they just they just spread your days out. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing about companies, and I don't want to get on a, a like a business thing, but as much money as they're gonna have, to, if they hire somebody else, it's cheaper to pay you overtime because they got to pay for the insurance, they got to do all that stuff. I agree. I mean, it's just like they don't think they say, "Well, you know, you can't have overtime." Well, we that's why your that's why your employees leave. That's you why know? a lot of them left. We have, we've had, we've had, and I don't, and I don't, turnover. and I've, and I heard this thing about the, you know, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to get into politics. It's not where I'm going, but I hear all these people that aren't working since COVID. How the hell, and it ain't off the government because you have to go through hoops sometimes to get unemployment. Believe me, I've seen that, but it's like, how yeah. are these people oh, yeah. living? I mean, I mean, it's not handouts from the government because it's like an act of Congress to get a unemployment. Isn't check. that over? That's, that's been over. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But how do they, I mean, do they, I mean, survive off parents, friends? I, I would guess so, right? Because I don't know about you, Stevie. I like to eat, so my ass is going to be working. I'll probably work to the day I die, you know? Because yep. there ain't, oh, yeah, I mean, ain't going to. I won't retire. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. 
you see so, all these like little little older people. It, it's like at my dist, uh, I work for a school district, and there's people been there 38, 39 years. I mean, God, that's almost as long as I've been alive. I mean, yeah. ten years or so. It's like, and you kind of see it. It's like it's you, to live this lifestyle. It's just you, and that's under any administration. Any, that's not political. I'm not getting political, but the cost of living is just. I mean, it's just that it's just gone up, and the paycheck has just remained the same. It's crazy. That's crazy, Jason's crazy. uh duh factor the duh Captain Obvious fact of the week. Here. There's no <laughs> crying in podcasting. Yep, exactly. Um so talk about uh what is it? Thirty five years ago today, Dawkins comes out with back for the attack, which ends up being the end of Dawkins. And uh what was on that one? Uh, burning like a flame. I like that one. Kiss of death. Don't know that one. Uh, of course, you don't like Dream Warriors. We've made that yeah, clear. That, that, Mr. That's Scary. A horrible, that's a horrible uh, song. Heaven Sent. That's a good song. Yeah. And, you know, reading a little bit about with, uh, they had an interview with George Lynch and Jeff Hilson. Of course, they didn't interview Don Dockin, but because uh, he is a dick. Yeah, I think that's to put it mildly. But they were talking about what what caused a lot of the friction. And one of the things, there were several things that Don Dockey. <laughs> well, the, you in listen the story, to this, now. this is this is pretty pretty good right here. Um he was they said that Don was myths that back for the attack didn't have one of what you call a showcase ballad. And he did he did put a ballad out there for the band, but they uh, Pilson said it kind of got nixed because we didn't think it was good enough. He was, was upset and understandably so. And the What's song that? eventually became and listen to this, now this. I can't understand why they didn't think this was good enough. They must have done a lot of changes to this because the song eventually became "Walk Away," which was uh, if you got if you were a Dawkins fan and got "Beast from the from the East," which was the live album. And that was the last album they did for the first split up. Uh, it had a bonus track that was like a studio song. It's called "Walk Away," and man, "Walk Away" is so it's freaking awesome. And it was fitting. It was kind of fitting that it was the last Dawkins single they put a they put did a video for it, and you could just like, okay, this is the end. I mean, you could do a song called "Walk Away," and the lyrics are like, "Just walk away. There'll be no more tomorrow." I mean, yeah. And you what knew back then that it was coming. What was that big song they had, Alone Again, right? That's a good song. Alone Again. Uh, that was off, gosh, what was that, Tooth and Nail? Can't remember which one that was off of. Uh, but then you had In My Dreams and It's Not Love. We're too big off Under Lock and Key. That's a badass song. I like yeah. those two. Yeah, they were – they were just missing something, but they were on the verge. I think if they just stayed together, the only thing that makes me think their the their, lead sa- their lead singer was not what you call a like, handsome man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at all those '80s bands that kind of they always had a good looking lead singer. I mean, I mean Paul Stanley, oh. you know, Brett Michaels, Vince Neil, Sebastian. Yeah. You know, it's like they they had. 
He just couldn't too, do it, dude. He I just mean, couldn't Dater, do it. I mean, Dangerous Toys are badass, but you know, there you he go. Had, right. He had he had the long hair. He had the voice, and he, he had the, the voice, voice, but yeah. he couldn't get past the. <laughs> oh, before I forget, you know how I do my album challenge? How I, I listen to the full albums? Well, this yeah. week, you do that every week. Yeah, I, usually I'll take a little time. Man, you are days. a martyr. You are a martyr. God, I, I, I don't I'm listen to a new album in a year, a month. Well, it's dude, not man. a new album. I mean, or any, you know, uh, like I guess, yeah. I wrote a. I just got, I have a list of like old ones that I haven't really listened to, or I haven't listened to in a long time. Gotcha. You remember when you know? Of course, everybody remembers when they did USA for Africa. Well, hearing aid. Yes. The we album. are we are stars. We're stars. Well, that's actually pretty good. I liked it. That that is a good, and it's about six minutes long. I like. So, I I think the perfect person was Dio to like lead yeah. it because dude, he that kinda, dude was badass. He was the one that kind of you know headed you, it up because you you want to you want to subscribe you want to describe like heavy metal to like a non heavy metal person. I would put yeah. Dio because I mean the music and the voice. Just I mean I think his. I, I mean, I just, boy, I'll, I'll yeah. say that, but you know, I like Dio. I really did. But how do I say this? Some of the songs he did with Dio about the like the elves and the magic and stuff like that kind of, I, I wasn't all into that. Now, like something like Hungry for Heaven. Oh, freaking awesome song. When he would did like the rocking songs that were. But, you know, when you do some of this, I've got the seven elves from the magic land coming to the, I'm like, no, you're not going to, I, I can't do that. What I, re- what I remember most about the the 80s and Dio was the album covers. Yeah. Like, what is it where, where you would turn the album upside down and it would say devil or evil or something like that. <laughs> and, 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 and of course, it didn't help my cause any when he's got the priest in chains. Is that Holy Diver, I guess? And he's I like, yeah, and, and of course, you know the, you know the, he does the, uh, the hook them horns, you know. Ah. But uh, yeah, that's it, Satan, that's Satan there, bud. That's yeah, but it, it, but I mean, they knew that shit would sell. That's why they did it. Yeah, you're going to burn the album, but you got to buy the album before you burn it. When you, nine times out of ten, you listen, and like me, I did that one time. I did the album burning one time. My school convinced me to do it. Which album did you burn? But it was, I wasn't into, but see, I wasn't into like heavy metal yet. I hadn't really, I started watching those videos and that's when I rediscovered Kiss and Gene was just like making the preachers look bad. So I was hooked. I go, this dude's bad. And they they play, bad thing they played, I Live It Loud. And you're like, you're like a 10, 12 year old kid. You're like, holy crap, man. You're, you know, and uh, it was, it was, I think Brian Adams Reckless. You burnt I, Brian I, Adams' record. Well, I didn't burn it. I donated it to. I think they did. I don't know if they burned it. They just smash. <laughs> but dude, this is the spell I was under. This is the crap. I we got to do the podcast. I, I'll tell you all about it. And I think it was a Madonna, a not True Blue, but one before that, maybe like a Virgin, like a Virgin, yeah. Because that stuff was Satan, satanic, uh, or as Paul Stanley would say, satanic, too. Yeah. And you know what? After I got over that. Bullshit! I went out and bought them again, so I was double dipping. So of course they get their money twice. I can't, I can't believe out of all the oh, albums that yeah. you smashed or yeah, burned. Reckless, Brian Adams, reckless. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it was. I wasn't quite be, in the metal yet, dude. That they thought Lionel Richie was bad, dude. We can't all talk night about long. The summer of '69. 
Like all night long. What are they doing all night long? Well, they're dancing on the ceiling, dumbass. Yeah, and and look, uh, he even had a song on that album called Heaven, and y'all were freaking. I mean, geez, dude. Dude, I it, dude. I could see something like Wasp or something. Oh, like I didn't that. even get there. I didn't haven't got that far yet. Like when I when <laughs> so I these are out, they did you donated this is, that. Out. This is I was younger, but when we got into the heavy, they they really tried what to turn the, us again. That was Rock. the heaviest album you had was Reckless. Yeah, I hadn't discovered ACDC yet. What 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 was in your album collection for then? Don't don't. I, I mean, my, this is this is my, why you had Reckless was your heaviest album. This is like early eighties. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. What was in your album collection? Uh, Alabama, Hank okay. Williams Jr., John Anderson, uh, Barbara Mandrell, uh the Grease soundtrack. Madonna, I didn't discover Prince yet. Madonna and uh, Brian Adams. I think Brian had, Adams. You had Like a Virgin, right? You had Hank Williams Jr. Whiskey, or uh, Pressure's On. Yeah. But you decided that you must have really wanted a Hank Williams Jr. Madonna. Well, I hadn't, I hadn't really, I'd kind of moved on from country. I'd kind of gotten to pop music. I was really in, really into Madonna. You, you know, uh, uh, you know that song, was it Dress You Up? Yeah. Was like on the verge of being on Tipper's 10, right? Or whatever it was. I had no idea who Tipper was. I knew who she was later. Yeah, she, she but but it all changed for me, Stevie. I had watched all that crap, and one of the albums highlighted was Back in Black. And when I heard those bells, and then the guitar hit in, I knew I was like, I sold my soul, dude. <laughs> I I and and then I I was like, and I remember my friends. We would watch that, and this girl, I let her let her borrow Back in Black, and she goes, "Oh, I was playing. Let me put my love into you." And the room started getting hot. I go, "You know what that song's about, right?" I mean, yeah, that, yeah, Stevie, they thought that Brian Adams was Satan. Yeah. And, I, and I must hell. say, <laughs> cause you sang one night love affair. <laughs> and I, and I, I tell you what though, man, like all those people <laughs> I went to school with, they're pretty much either missionaries or, or Christians. And I don't know, they follow me on Facebook at their own peril, dude. And I'm not even that bad, you know, I, you know, but yeah, I, I, yeah, it, we got it. When we do that show, you'll, I was very sheltered. That's why some of these movies you talk about, especially with like Keith, we did, we talked about, right. I hadn't seen cause I wasn't allowed to because right. I was still dancing, going to movies. All that shit was just, what did you, you know, what did you live in, in the town that Footloose was filmed in? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, it was, I mean, can't dance here. And my mom wasn't like that. The reason I had a lot of those albums because of my mom, my dad's side of it. My dad quit listening to music. He, when I was a kid, I broke a Grease record, and he had to buy the vinyl. It wasn't me that broke it. Sure. He bitched the whole way. About it wasn't Don Williams. I mean, it's like, you know. But, yeah, I know. I like Don Williams. But, nothing I mean, wrong with Don Williams. No, nothing wrong with Don Williams. But my dad had gotten more into talk radio and gotten kind of real religious, and I had to suffer. You had to suffer. Yeah, uh, I, it wasn't a happy childhood with that dad. And you know, could, you, and you know, you, you see the way I am now. <laughs> I'm actually still a teen. I, uh, I'm just—I'm amazed. Brian Adams got smashed. Brian Adams. Well, he did help write. He did. He still write War Machine, and he wrote War Machine. Yeah. So hey, he—he he was a. He wrote. He uh, no, it was Danger, wasn't it? He, he wrote Danger. And he War wrote Machine. a couple of them. Yeah, but 
But it all kind of changed when the voice of reason, Gene Simmons, got on and said a bunch of stuff that I won't quote here because I don't want us to get tipper tipperized. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it when we do it. But yeah, I yeah that that's when I became you know metal freak because of those videos that were supposed to keep you away from it. Yeah, they. Uh, but I did buy those albums again because Madonna was like my biggest crush, and when you didn't have access to Playboy, the album covers did the trick. Oh, geez, that's sick. Let's see. Like I'm yeah, lying, War Stevie. Machine and Rock and Roll Hell. It's Rock and Roll Hell. Uh, have you heard? No, they keep teasing this Creatures box set that's coming out. Kiss, if you don't know. Right. Uh, 16th, I think. The demo for Not for the Innocent with Paul and Gene trading verses. Have you heard it? Yeah, I played that for you. No, you did. I got that on that. I got. I played it for you. I sent it to you. It's on. It's an old demo. I've heard it before. When did you send it to me? I mean, months. I said, "Hey, have you heard this? Not for the innocent. Had it on there. I sent it. God, long time ago. Well, maybe I just don't remember it. Maybe I'm. Getting yeah, it's not for the that. innocent. It's Paul and Gene going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Should have kept it that way. I think you I would. You don't I mean, like nothing it? wrong oh. with no nothing wrong with Gene's version. I, I thought you meant should have kept it, it unreleased. No, I, no, I love it. No, they should have kept it back. I love that. Trading back and forth like that. Lick It Up is so criminally under underrated as an album that it, it, it Lick should it have been. Up or Creatures. I mean, both actually. <laughs> uh, I, I Lick It Up should be up there as one of the best. I think that album should have been like three or four times platinum. I, I, it's a great album, and not even not just the the singles. All right, I agree. I agree. Um, Love is sweet, so insane. What we we got off track, and for not us, guy, we yeah, never do. Never, that. never. I, what I was saying on on that stars here and eights album, a lot of these uh, bands from back in the day, you know, contributed songs to it. I think it was like nine songs. Kiss did. Uh, Kiss did. Heaven's on fire live. A lot of the stuff they did was live versions, and let me tell you, cheaper, huh? Cheaper than doing a new song, probably. Except, remember the band Except. Unfortunately, they sang. They sang uh, horrible band. God, what was the song they sang? Oh, Steel the Wall, man. May have been boss. Well, it wasn't. God, that song is horrible, dude. Anyway, let me tell you what. And I'm, sitting, I'm sitting I'm gonna there go burn that album. I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, "Who does this guy sound like?" And I Udo, it out. Udo, what his name is. I figured it out, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna really piss some except fans out there off. Both of them? Yeah, if they're listening, he sounds like Greedy Smurf off the Smurfs. <laughs> you listen to him though; he sounds like Did Greedy say Smurf. Greedy? Like I'm taking my money or grouchy? I think it was greedy. No, grouchy. Grouchy was the one always bitched. Yeah, that's grouchy. Gr- Greedy Smurf. There was no greedy Smurf. There was a greedy. I think it was no what he had all the gold or whatever, the strawberries. There was no greedy Smurf. Here's Grouchy. Let's see if we can hear Grouchy. Hold on. We're gonna have to go through a freaking blah blah. Shut up. Okay, that's not him, but he's coming. Leaves turn brown. I shed a tear. I ate. Yeah. Yep. That's him. That's him. That is the lead singer who accept doing 
<laughs> that's like with it. What was it? When uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to do those uh, the celebrities reading mean tweets, and they did a sports episode, and Dikembe Mutombo, Lord, he he, he read, my house. No, he read what said. Whenever uh, somebody said, whenever I get scared that one day the Cookie Mo- Monster's voice will be gone, I don't worry because I know Dikembe Mutombo is still around. He sounds like the Cookie Monster. He does. Damn, dude, you're right. There was a greedy Smurf. I never remember I greedy Smurf. I told you. Yeah, okay. You got you call it grouch, grouchy and greedy, whatever. Same wow. thing. They probably have both sound the same too. But yeah. The, uh, that's why I can't. That's why I can't listen to those. Like, don't they call them those 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 uh, Grover voices or Oscar the Grouch voices? Like those death metal bands. Oh yeah. I, I, I wish I wish I could get uh like they uh, a friend of mine uh, tagged me on a new picture a new video that Nina Strauss did, and she plays it with some other girl that real pretty blue haired girl I don't I don't know who she is but girl, like, like the chorus was great but the like the she started having that voice and I, that just oh, kills gosh. it for me yeah yeah that does it for me too did isn't Nita with uh. Demi Lovato now. Yeah, but she did like she appeared on this girl's. I'll send you the. I'll send you the video. He he sent it. He sent it to me because my buddy uh, Bob. We ought to get him on sometime. He used to work for Alice Cooper, so he like he really? knows all the he knows all these people and stuff. So yeah, we ought to get him on uh, talk about that stuff. He's a I know him from uh, he's a paranormal investigator up in Chicago. So yeah, we should get him on sometime. He's Bob Jensen. I get him on there. I'm but, really uh, surrounded by paranormal people. Yeah. Know? Who just you, Stevie. Pretty, just me. Just you. Everybody else is paranormal to you. No, I don't. Yeah. Think so. Yeah. So my dog, my dog doesn't think so either. You hear him? He's over there burning the new Brian Adams album. <laughs> he's, he's probably. <laughs> he's probably in shock like I am about Brian Adams here. Hey, guess what, guys? You got your wife. Stevie, I told you, you I would. I told you I had a sheltered childhood down there. I did. I'm no Dan. I mean, it was like Adam. it was like Footloose, dude. I mean, it was. Burn my Brian out of yeah. <laughs> I mean, these people. I mean, these people wouldn't let my dad be a deacon because he was divorced, and it was like, and that was a whole big dust up. I mean, they they. I mean, it. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm glad I'm not part of it anymore. I mean, God, you know, whatever God or Buddha bless you whatever you believe but don't don't push it off on me well so we were talking earlier offline anthrax is doing a was it a 40th or 40th anniversary tour 40 would be 40 82 yeah should be they were about that time black label society and exodus exodus is the old band that they were like metallica but they never quite that's kirk hammett that's kirk hammett's before he joined metallica and I remember Exodus from high school. They were all a bunch of skaters, and I, I could never skateboard. I always fell on my butt. But um, they got this new place. It's like a tech center, I guess. It's Smashing Pumpkins played it, and, it, and uh, Judas Priest is going to play there. And Wasp with uh, who's the guy from not UFO Shanker? What's his name? That was in uh, Macaulay Michael? Shanker. Michael Shanker. Michael Shanker. Yeah, he's going to be playing. He's opening up for Wasp actually. He's opening up for Wasp. Yeah. Here, here. So yeah, yeah but okay. it's a, but it it's it's in March. I think it's in. I just March, no, March. 
I don't mean any disrespect, but I was I thought Michael Schinker was a little bit bigger name than Wasp right now. You yeah, know what I mean? he, hadn't really, he hadn't really done anything since Michael Schenker group, and that I don't like shredders like that, but I like that song anytime they did. Remember that song that uh anytime you need me, anytime, anytime you want me. He did a band with some singer, Macaulay Schenker, and it was like in 1989, 90, but it was, okay. it was a good song. Right, I'll, to, I'll send it to you. But yeah. he's in it, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Wasp is, I hey, see a lot of my friends going to that concert. I, yeah, Wasp, I, I was is never a, Wasp is okay, but I just I just thought Shinker was a little bit bigger name, but that, maybe it's just me. I'm not a Wasp fan, I, you know. It, it, you know, I thought the I thought the chainsaw or the the buzzsaw coming out of the crotch was pretty inventive. But <laughs> I like that song "Blind in Texas." That's a pretty cool song. I bet you like the "Blind in Texas" song. You That's the only song know. I really know. They did. Uh, they did a cover of it was "Humble Pie." I don't need no doctor. They did that on uh, that now. I'll tell you one, and a lot of people probably don't like it, but I and it's probably the only Wasp album I ever had or cassette, whatever. Uh, the Inside the Electric Circus, and it's you know it's not bad. They did a song called Nine Five Nasty." Yeah, <laughs> I guess that was like uh, I can't remember what the song was about. I mean, why am I thinking this? Oh, I only, I only have so many ideas what the song yeah. was about. Well, I mean, I wasn't a big animal uh, F like a beast fan. I did. I like was there, did there, was. Did their name really stand for "We Are Sexual Perverts"? No, and see, that's I've what heard, I was told growing I've up. I've heard that. I've heard "We Are Satan's People" too. Well, that's much better. Yeah, but you know, and and it didn't help when they had the little uh, W dot A dot S dot P. I mean, it, they could pass off like, "Oh yeah, we're just calling it Wasp," but you know. It's the sellouts, but yeah. supposedly, yeah. Uh, supposedly, Black Loss is a big time Christian. Like he is, he is. He, uh, they they say there's some some of the later albums that are better than the albums from the '80s. I haven't listened to any, but you know that may come up on my channel. I uh, I personally think the most memorable thing Wasp ever did was the Chris Holmes interview on the Blind Civilization. Jeez, dude. <laughs> God, that, no, he just, that he guy's just, poor liver, man. Woo. He just did. He just get declared cancer free. He got a liver transplant, didn't he? He got cancer out of that. Yeah, he got cancer. But I and I may be wrong. I hate to say I hate to say it and, and be wrong. But I thought I read that. I know his wife was. Uh, his wife went on social media because she was talking about, and I can understand this. I really can understand this, where she's coming from. You know, she said he will sign anything for anybody. He's he spent hours after shows talking to people, signing whatever as much as they want. But then when you see, you look on eBay, and see, oh, guess what? Just got this signed by Chris Holmes, and and they're selling like all this stuff they got signed. She's like, we we don't have any choice but to start charging people for when we sign. You know, well, it doesn't surprise me he signs it. What surprises me that people want to buy it. Oh God! Throwing shade, big time, dude. But his poor mother. Yeah, sitting right there watching that. that and I, I need to read her book, but Lita doesn't talk too highly of him either. So, did you see Lita's little interview she did where she came out and said, "I had multiple affairs with several rock stars." Oh, yeah. uh, you think? 
Well, I, it's funny. I know Paul's one of them because he talks about her in his book. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Lita had a lot of fun. I mean, that's all he says. And we'll leave it at that. Like, I bet you did. Well, she had a thing. She was in Nick. the runaway. So she was pretty young. When yeah. he, she had a thing with Nikki Six for a while. Yeah. Falling in out of love. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gosh, Chris Holmes, which I never will. Bon Jovi, too. She was with Bon Jovi. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Bon Jovi got around when he was with well, you Samantha, know, he was, he was with Samantha Fox. Dude, in the one. The Diane Lane. Diane Lane, yeah. You know, they always made him out in in when you read the, the articles in, in hip race stuff, they always brought up his girlfriend from back home. You you do you remember that? His the one he's married to now. Yeah. But they always brought her name up when they were talking in the articles a lot. And I can't figure out why they would throw her in there so much. She wasn't uh any kind of a star or anything. So I I don't, I don't know. know. He he kind of did the Matthew Perry thing we talked about last week. Like he talked about when he got married, like, yeah, I did the Hollywood thing. Had the Hollywood girlfriend. He was cutting down Diane Lane. I go, don't be that guy, man. Come no, on. really. You you don't need right now, especially you don't need to be cutting down anybody. But he honestly, I mean, I'm not the biggest Bon Jovi fan because I never liked him. I, I like the music, but he always made it about him. And I granted Bon Jovi, but he does a lot of good stuff. Like he has that home, that kitchen yeah. to where people, they pay what they need. And he doesn't have to do that. No. So, I mean, he, I I mean that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't like his, you know, how do I say it? I just wish he would go back. And I know he's. He doesn't have the voice for it. He doesn't have the voice for it. No, so. I'm talking about the lyrics. If you're going to do a new Bon Jovi album, don't do, don't do like the last one, please. And I have heard rumors that Richie may be coming back for the fortieth. I guess they're fortieth too. Yeah, it's too bad that uh, what's the name's gone. He just passed away. T- uh, Alec. Alec on such. Yeah, but we, we got sidetracked again. Anthrax, great label, great, great what's white the label, white great label society. Hello, white <laughs> label society. You got me messed up, greedy Smurf, and. Uh, Exodus. But I guess the I guess when they're doing that, I guess the Pantera thing isn't going forward because isn't Zach and the drummer from Anthrax? I, think still, I just was reading something about uh and Salmo said they're gonna sound awesome. These guys are gonna sound awesome. We're gonna so that, that's gotta but be I going guess forward. That's I guess that's after the fact then because it's it's the whole first part of the new year, the next year. I'm looking to see if I can pull up the dates. And it's so nice to be able to get out and kind of, the you know, we hopefully got COVID behind us, but you always hear these TikToks like, oh, so-and-so in New Jersey's got it. And like, it's like, God, it's just All nice right, to so be living again. It starts January 17th and wraps up February 18th. So it's only the a tour. Month. That's it? Yeah, 24 days. Anthrax and or Pantera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus. You just said it. You said white label society. I said black label society. You said white label society. Okay, well, whatever. purple, whatever. Yeah. Okay, greedy. Uh, well, let's do the wild Papa Smurf. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? January seventeenth. Were you saying? 18th. Were you doing a Smurf or trying to sing Bee Gees? <laughs> you don't. Want me, you don't want me to go Barry Gibb talk show on you. Uh, no, I don't. It's my. It's my show. Um, 
Let's see. I'm looking to see if. So evidently, it's going to stop. So I guess Pantera got it. Well, they they've been actually been they've been touring because they played Austin. They played a little place here, but I guess they're playing kind of bigger venues for that. So I guess Pantera's after that. That'll probably be a summer thing, which I'll if they come here, I'll go go see it. I would think that was going to be a summer thing. If they play here, I'll go see them. I love. I, I mean, I loved Pantera. All right. I don't think there's anything else we really need to talk. Oh, did you see we were talking about, you know, we did our guitarist episode and we were talking about, you know, Vito Brada come up. Yeah. White was, yeah I saw Mike Tramp. Mike something. Tramp's going to come over and do a U.S. tour about songs of white lines. So that should be interesting. Is that going to be acoustic? Is he doing acoustic shit now? I think so. I think it's going to be acoustic, but we'll Nobody see. Nobody wants to see a white line acoustic. Come on. Couple of songs. I, I, I tell you what, people want to see is a white line reunion. Yeah, with Vito. Vito. Hey, Vito. Hey, yo, Vito. If you're listening, come back, yo. <laughs> um, I had the Vito sandwich one time at an Italian sub place. That the right they called the Vito. See that this is why Vito won't be listening to us because you're comparing him to a freaking sandwich. You know? Isn't that what the president does? They veto. Oh, that's Vito or Vito. That's it's different Vito. way to spell. That's a different way to spell Vito, I guess, right? You, you <laughs> go to school. Uh, yeah, but that should be interesting. I'm looking. I look forward to that. That'd be cool. Uh, they got back together. That'd be. They could open no up for Pantera. They could open up for Pantera. Is it Lomenzo? I think it's James Lomenzo, who was a bass player for White Lions, a bass player for Megadeth now. Wow, that's a change. Yeah, big change. So that shows you how versatile he is. What about the drummer? The drummer? Because I remember. One of my buddies, when, when Eric, Eric Carr died, he's like, dude. They oh, yeah. They make him a kiss. I go, why? And he goes, man, he's, he got, the look. he's got the look. Kid. And I'm like, is he? I mean, he was a good, he's a, obviously a good drummer. I mean, the Radar Love, I mean, that, that's a, that, I personally like their version of Radar Love more than I do the original because it's Greg, got more balls. Greg D'Angelo. Oh, him too. Let's see oh, what Greg Bissonette was in with David Lee Roth. That's right. Let's see what, who? Greg Bissonnette. Uh, he always looked uh, like he got off the surfboard just there. That you know, stuff he used to wear. You know, he was a member of Anthrax between 81 and 83. Wow, went to White Lion. At, wow. White Lion. Then he performed with Zach Wilde as Leonard Skinhead. I remember that band. Before they became Pride and Glory. Pride and Glory. Well, he was in Pride and Glory? Before, no, are we talking was, about the drummer or the bass player? Leonard Skinhead that was the first name, and then oh, when he left, they became Pride and Glory. Okay, I remember Pride and Glory. Let's see, now he could call he currently works out of his mixed studio in LA and is a counselor at Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. He's currently a principal with performance group Legends of Classic Rock. Okay, nice. maybe we need to maybe we need to reach out to sounds uh, like he's he's went the Duff McKagan way of kind of helping people out. Yeah, maybe I need to reach out to this guy. Stevie, reach out and touch someone. Reach Find out him. and touch somebody. That'd be a great interview, man. Maybe we can, maybe you can, we can like our interview. Will, so many people listen. Vito will come back and. Yeah, we could spearhead the. Uh, you know, Greg D'Angelo might not even want to do anything with White Line. Which one? See the drummer, bass player? Yeah. The one I was just talking about. Dude. With Anthrax? What? No. I mean, Megadeth. Which is the James, one? The, the bass James player. James Lomenzo is a bass player. 
Greg Angelo was, yeah, he's the. But he was an anthrax of four. No, Greg D'Angelo, the uh, drummer, the was an drummer. anthrax. He was yes. an anthrax. I know Vito didn't life. play with them. We're not talking. I'm talking about the drummer and the bass player. God, greedy, the bass greedy. player is James Lomenza. and he's in Megadeth. Yes. Okay, that's what I meant. All right. You were actually paying attention to me, Stevie. I'm impressed. Uh, Doesn't happen I often. I have selective hearing when it comes yeah. to you, bud. Yeah, you have selective hearing, period, dude. See? No. Yeah. I hear a lot of people. I see a lot of people. I just <laughs> like the water boy. <laughs> anyway, before we get sidetracked again, Never. let's get let's get right into our main event. So album wars. So if you're not familiar with album wars, we pick two albums. And usually, you know, next time. I think we need to get, we need to pick two, not by the same artist, but by in same genre, around the same time period, and go up against each other instead of doing the artist thing. Fifty-one fifty versus Eat 'Em and Smile. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Good one right there. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but tonight, we're dealing with Kiss. If you haven't watched Album Wars, the last episode. What we do, we pick an album, we go head-to-head, and we pick our top three songs, and we put a poll out for you guys to vote on, see which which one has the best top three. So, And the best, and it usually ends up being the best album. But uh, tonight, Kiss Asylum, which is Warden's pick, and I got left with the Animal Eyes. So... You didn't get left with nothing. Animalize no, it. I mean, you picked. What I'm saying, you picked. Okay. You had the first pick. So I had, it wasn't like I said, oh, I pick a, I pick Asylum too. Or I'm going to pick the. Hey, I'm that's pick, an interesting oh, way. Or I'm going to pick Brian Adams Reckless and be a haunt you. That's a, that's a good show idea. We sit there and argue about which of the three best songs. We could do that too. That would definitely be an album for. The best three songs. I mean, that's pretty much what we're going to do. But I guarantee you, my best three songs off Animalize aren't on yours. There, there may be one. Well, you've like already you sent seen me, you, mine. Yeah, but you sent me one. There's one song that's on yours that's on mine. That's why I'm saying it's different. Right. We could agree. But this All is right. your baby, man. So, Asia. So I, get, I get Animalize. We'll go. We'll start with Animalize first. Okay. The twelfth album from Kiss. Uh, the debut of Mark St. John on guitar. He replaces Vinny. Debut and end. <laughs> just remember, just remember this. Uh, you know, it came out uh, September thirteenth, nineteen eighty four, and I got it. Let's see, that was that was about a month before my birthday. So, I got it for my birthday. That was when I got the my birthday money or or my present from my parents was a purple rain T shirt, the purple rain soundtrack on cassette new edition on cassette and kiss animalized on cassette so that was that was pretty much my birthday present there but remember looking at it and you know you look at the cover and i'm like because it's not often how many times have you seen kiss do an album without the four faces on the cover not many this one elder hot, hot in the shade elder the elder is that it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. 
Yeah, that's revenge. Uh, revenge. Yeah, revenge. That's right. Uh, so it's kind of different because you're used to seeing this, seeing the four members on it. I'm like, and then you open it up, you see it's a pretty cool picture of them in, in there with the, you know, the they're standing on like a platform or something. And there's like fire. It looks like fire or lava all around them. And uh, there's Mark St. John. And you really, I'm, I'm, I remember looking at this. I was like, hard to read this guy. Then you see the video for Heavens on Fire comes out. And you're like, this, and I, I would say this, and I'm not saying it just because uh, he left so quick. I was like, this guy does not look like he belongs in Kiss. Now, the, the album. Gene doesn't look like he should either in that video, <laughs> honestly. Well, the thing is, with Gene at that time. Runaway, was he saying Runaway or whatever? At that time, he was, he was not about Kiss. He was about Hollywood. And, you know, he had all that going on. So Paul was pretty much the man in charge of Animal Life. And that kind you know, that may have started the whole thing with Paul makes the decisions. You know, Gene's not there. So Paul's the guy in charge. And then we come up with thinking uh, Stanley. Uh, but so St. John. You, you got to say it with a lisp. Thinking <laughs> Stanley. There you go. Yeah, but. The album, you know, I remember hearing, and we'll get into that, when it first starts with I've Had Enough Into the Fire, and I'm like, okay. And it's a different, I don't know if you feel the same way I do, but you can definitely tell, well, coming from Vinny, it probably wasn't that different, but it was. It sounded... It was heavier. Yeah, it was It was heavier, but the guitar was, was pretty good. I mean, as much as I said he didn't look like he fit into it, he could play a guitar and he, you know, just like Gene said, he could play it fast and all this stuff. Not bad, but it was not Ace Freely like. I'll put it that way. It was, it was a better. Well, it was a different kind of guitar. I'm kidding. Player. I'm kidding. I know. But Heaven's on Fire goes on to be the biggest hit of the album. It's pretty much the only. Well, they did come out with a sort of come out with a, a video for Thrills in the Night. Whatever. What? What? What is up with that? I mean, with all the bootlegs going out. Was the video for the one about the office or the office girl? Was that just never thrills shot or it's never been released? Tell my thrills in the night. Yeah, because there's a video that they supposedly it's, were shooting where they're all in suits and she's like a girl. I it, I don't know what happened with it. Yeah, because I mean everything. I think you know everything has come out. Did they just not ever finish the video or they never released it? Because I I mean the only one video I remember is from the uh, un, uh, un, 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 uh, uncensored. Maybe Gene uh, wasn't available. Maybe no, Gene he was in it for the video because I, I remember the first Kiss magazine I ever got was Kiss Exposed the, about the video, and they went back and they showed they or no the videos I think it was they kissed the videos, and there was an excerpt about them that it's a video that they shot but they never released, but I'm just surprised that with all the bootlegs going out that they never yeah, released never the video. Yeah. yeah, unless they never finished it because it cost too much. I don't I don't know what the story is. But they have like, that's the one where Eric's like smoking a cigar and he's in the suit. That's from that video. And I mean, it's it was in the Kiss videos, I think, where it listed that video that the official video was never released. Ah, hold up. You might have an answer here. You see it? Like you're seeing what I'm talking about? Mm, Thrills in the Night, unreleased video. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. You know, that may be a, something we have to look into more. Yeah, because the girl's in bed with Paul, and then Eric's like on it. He has feet up on a desk smoking a cigar, and I think Gene's got his hair like slicked back. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember Mark St. John in that. Maybe he was out by then. But he may have been out by then. Yeah. So they end up doing a putting a live version of it out. Um, and which is a which is pretty badass because it shows the logo and the fire and it kicks in. That's pretty bad. But yeah, the production is really bad in that. I don't know if well they I, they're probably getting it straight off of analyzed. That's true. Yeah, and, and everybody remembers analyzed uncensored is such and that's a great video. I remember, you know, back when VHS kind of first started where you could buy them, but that VHS probably cost like seventy dollars when it came out, and I have I've got it sitting over here. Those were like. Those were like they started out like nine ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, went down to yeah. seventy nine. Then they realized they could actually rent them with Blockbuster. That's how Blockbuster made it the video more accessible. They made more like, well, we can sell this one time or rent it over and over and make more. There you go. Nice. Yeah, ninety minutes. I got that ripped in my phone. That's like that's my favorite. That's like one of my favorite Kiss recordings. It's because it's like it's it's like the TV. It's 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 pro. I wish soundboard sounded like that. Yeah, that's just, you know, uh, you wonder when they do, I guess, I, I did hear, I don't know if you heard Tom and Zeus talking about, they did delay the next off the soundboard yeah, album. I heard about that. Because of Creatures, pretty much because of Creatures uh, album is coming out, this box set. But I guess Creatures I, isn't, I guess it's not selling well because if you see how, Match is discounted. Oh, wow. geez. Amazon has got it like half price almost. I got the destroyer <laughs> one, but honestly, I haven't bit bitten on this one. I I don't know. I love creatures, but it's like I don't know. I, I think maybe they release it too soon after uh destroyer. Yeah. But anyway, we've got uh Animalize and and you you wonder what Animalize stands for. Paul said that it was meant that people start to become more like computers and that making music by pressing buttons was no fun. Boy, Heidi, did he tell the future? So how, how do you get animal eyes out of that? I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was just with all the leopard print and all that crap. Oh, that's, yeah, I thought they were just obsessed with that. I, I, remember, I remember growing up with that stuff and I remember having that leopard print, but it wasn't really for Kiss. It was for Macho Man because Macho Man looked like he could be on a Kiss album back then. Yeah. But I, I think Tom and Zeus mentioned this that I always thought the back cover should have been the front cover. Yeah, badass. That's, that's what I love the picture I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, that should have been the front cover. But because that, got... that's a that's like a that's like a post nuclear world. I mean that I mean that continued will... like that continued yeah. like what what Lick It Up did. You know, with yeah, everything was like uh, Mad Max back then. And you sport... think. You think some of this, some of this was carryover from Lick It Up, and they were kind of. I think that that was a big thing that was on everybody's mind back then because it's like Mad oh, Max yeah. is huge, and, and and there was a big threat. I mean, you didn't live through the eighties. I mean, there was the Cold War was still going on. Oh yeah, we, I remember they would have TV programs about like, remember the day after tomorrow, day after day after, yeah, where the nuclear bomb went off. Dan Rather used scary. to have all these series surviving, and I mean, it was scary. But, but even like you at school to to get under a desk if it was a nuclear war, yeah, like that's gonna freaking save your ass, right? Yeah, it had to be a pretty I, big I, desk. I don't know. I I think that it was just the times, and I think, I mean, I I actually think the heavens on fire videos 
pretty badass because you're a kid and you see God, they're hanging out with all these chicks. I mean, I want to be in Kiss. I had friends of mine tell me that's the one thing I remember from Kiss from the eighties is Heaven's on Fire video. And of course, yeah. Jericho talks about that's how he became a fan with the hands. Paul Stanley screaming like, well. the, yeah, yeah. But I, but how did he make it through that hoop with fire with all those tassels and pants he wore? Man, remember though they like yeah. Remember the he, those pants always had like. Looks like almost Dude. like stringers they do for a party or whatever. Answer me this. What was the purpose of him jumping through a hoop of fire? Fire heavens on fire, bro. It's kind of like on Tears of Fallen video when he does a Tarzan over the volcano. Or no, when he does like, what does he do? Like the windshield oh, yeah, wipers? That was so cool. They, uh, I bet Paul said, they said, you know what we really should do is I could do the windshield wipers across my eye like I'm wiping away my tears. You, you don't think you don't think that that jumping through the fire was trying to compete with Gene because Gene Gene was like the fire. He, he wanted he wanted as much attention as he could. Look, and he, still it's still pretty badass. You got to yeah yeah. I, I'm not saying anything, but what I just don't understand is he in the circus? Or something? The, he should have stayed for Psycho Circus. Well, that's when he was swinging on you. Make me rock hard. Remember that's part two. Remember that. As long as you know what, as long as he doesn't. Put the Folgers in it. Did he do that? Did he do that? Did he do that in the "You Make Me Rock Hard"? Did he like do that again? Any swinging he does again? Yeah, like that, yeah. That was a that was a and I love Kiss at that time, but that was a horrible video. Yeah, as long as he doesn't bring out any of his moves from the Folgers coffee commercial in there, that I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> What's wrong with that? The best part awakening. It's, it's Billy Squire Part Two, bro. I'm talking Jeez. about the vocals. I'm talking you're, about the singing. That's what I'm talking about. You remember Billy when? Squire, yeah, Billy you remember Squire. when Peter did the beer commercial? No. There was actually a. Beer what do you say? This beer's for you, fucko. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did. Uh, gosh, which which beer was it? But it was you. You remember the uh, song that he had? Cause there's nothing better. Yeah, Budweiser. Let's see if I can. Don't know it. If I play it, I think I'll it's take gonna, your word for it. We don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I'll send. To it, I'll send it to you. Yeah, but, I'll take uh, your word. I take anyway, your word for it. Getting back to animalized. I won't. We won't subject me to Paul Stanley. We don't expect to Peter Chris. You know. And this was one of those. A lot of people have talked about. Desmond Child had uh, had another had some influence on this album as well. He had you one, too. He only had three songs though. Yeah, he he was only a part of three songs on this album, but, but there were there were two two of the biggest ones on here to me, in, in my opinion. But how how uh, and you know how Paul is? How pissed off do you think he was that? I mean, he put Desmond Child on the planet with "I Was Made for Loving You" with the, the world, and I mean, and I and that kissed it okay with him, but other bands were far more successful with him. But you than know, kiss. You would think like Aerosmith and Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah, good lord. Aerosmith, um, yeah. But you would think that maybe Paul, the Paul today would probably have a problem with him after that. You know what I'm saying? If it was like 19, when Bon Jovi had got all the hits with Desmond Child, Aerosmith had, Paul would have probably had a hit, had a problem with him. You know, he would have made some smart ass comment probably yeah. about him. Well, I was the one that got it started, something like that. But 
yeah that 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 that's the thing about it is it's it's i think at this time kiss was fighting against themselves because i remember when i got into kiss around the asylum era i mean animalize was one of the first ones i bought yeah and i just remember and well I'll, I'll give my kind of thoughts on i think this is the height of kiss's popularity sales wise album wise because this one went double platinum they never had another double platinum after this album should have with asylum and should have with crazy nights because crazy nights was the 80s vibe but they were always everybody it's like you see all the interviews with them and they couldn't talk about the new stuff because people kept asking about their past and they were so marginalized like i think if i think if maybe bon jovi did heavens on fire it would have been a number one hit you know, like Hart doing, you know, what's the crazy night song, you know, Reason to Live or Turn on the Night. Anybody else, oh, yeah. anybody else doing these songs, but Kiss, I mean, and and honestly, I like that about them is because they almost, they got fat and they got happy. And they, and like in the 80s, they were fighting. And I, and I remember that, I mean, around the animal's lifetime, they were pretty big. They were a big, they were a glam band, but they were pretty big. Because I remember that's when I started kind of noticing them more, more than I did in the seventies, because I was more aware. But I remember seeing like a thing in at Musicland. They had like this display of these bands. They had the Animalized lineup. It was with Bruce actually. It may have been this. I think it was Animalized because Paul had that red leather jacket and he's going like this. But I mean, Kiss was. I mean, I I like Asylum better, but I think to me, sales wise, Kiss. This is the probably the height of the Kisses. You think I, that's you what think, I think. Now this sold a, sold more. This was the best selling Kiss album since Dynasty. Hard to believe it. I so look it up though. Yeah, yeah, because it was double platinum, and they didn't. That I was mean, their not just because look it up and look it up is a great album, but you would think look it up would be the big seller because not just the music. Look it up was a huge hit. First, it's the first album without makeup and you know people are oh can they still play without makeup right. i mean what do we want to get it for just the album cover i think i think coming off creatures and coming off lick it up i think that kind of pushed animalize more but i think like i said animalize was their they had two more platinum albums asylum and crazy nights but after that it was you know hits and uh revenge went it, this was the height and it's hard Toward- to believe it's hard to believe revenge didn't go platinum. Well, the music was changing. We know but look, was- but look at listen to this now too. It's hard to believe hot in the shade because you had a freaking top ten hit with forever. Yeah, but I don't know. Hot in the shade was a little too much. I think they they put a little too much too many pepperonis on that pizza. Like it was it was too much for. We loved it as Kiss fans, but yeah, I think if they would have worked hard, it they would have. Maybe def- this isn't a hot, hot in the shade review, but they should have fine tuned those songs more instead of giving us more. And I think it would have been a better. But like I said, this kind of goes back to them fighting their past. Hey, why did y'all break up? Why did y'all take the makeup off? That's everything they used to freaking ask them. Yeah. And it's like I, you could tell them getting annoyed with it. And it wasn't until like what the '90s when they started re-embracing that. Yeah. Big word like gymnasium. They started like, okay, well, all these all these grunge bands like us. Let's do a grunge album, by the way. But that's when they started like, you know, Extreme Close-Up. It took them a while. They tried their damnness to get away from their past. 
And now it's like the direct opposite. They try to get away from this era. <laughs> you know, they don't want to have anything to do with the 80s. Like they didn't exist, which but is a crime. Animalize, you know, good album. And we'll we'll wait till you talk about Asylum. We, we do our discussion on Asylum, and I'll give you my top three after that. So you want me to do mine? And yeah, we'll well, let's, let's just talk about Asylum next. Okay. Um, uh, 13th album. It was released a year later, 9-16-85. That's back when Kiss used to pretty much, a lot of their albums came out in September. This is the first to feature Mr. Kulik. Uh, and this, as I've said many times, this was my first Kiss album. Cassette, I guess. Via Columbia House. And unlike Stevie and <laughs> Zeus, I actually paid. No, uh, you paid the yeah, penny. No, I, no I, paid the, I paid the, the I bought the, yeah, because they sent me the next album. They sent me was uh, Joshua Tree, so I had to buy that one. They probably threatened to put you in collections. Yeah, yeah. You got scared. Uh, I got this album because a girl told me about uh, Tears Are Falling. She was a preacher's daughter, so no shot. Um, <laughs> but ah, no, ho, 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 wait a minute. I always heard preacher's daughters would have. They are, but I still had no shot. Uh, I like Tears Are Falling. Well, let's just say the kiss is still around, but. The girl's not. Um, the faces, the the faces, are supposed to. I guess they're supposed to have like all their original, like purple for Paul yeah. and red. I don't know the green and the and the stuff like Ace, the stuff that Eric's got on and the stuff that Bruce has got on. They're not really Peter or Aces. They're kind of like that. Yeah, not, they're, they're not they're, really. I mean, it's that. It's a different shade of it. I just remember seeing this picture and thinking, God, Paul Stanley just got to be horrified because. I mean, at this time, Paul Stanley was like one of the go-to good-looking rock guys. I mean, he was in his prime. But, man, that is one of the worst pictures of Paul on the cover. Gene looks just, you know, fine. But as vain as Paul is, I'm surprised he let this go. I really am because I was like, man, that doesn't look like Paul. I mean, knowing the star child from the old stuff, it's like that doesn't look like Paul. That doesn't look like Paul. Uh, It's not as fast as as, 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 uh, animalize or lick it up. Um, uh, all night is not in my top three, but that is so criminally underrated as a song. Yeah, that song should have been huge, but once again, uh, I think it, it's probably it. Asylum is my favorite non makeup album. I think a lot of that has to do with nostalgia, but I, I, I don't know, it's between that and Lick It Up. But this is there's only one song on Asylum I dislike, and I People love it because they say it sounds like Zeppelin, but I can't stand it. It's Radar for Love. I just never got into that. Never got into that song. They're like, oh, is that what you do? Do your Paul Stanley? Oh, is that what you do? Stinking, stinking Stanley. Like in the beginning. Oh, no. Look, this this right here, the back cover, and we're sharing it now. The back that should have been the front cover. That's awesome, dude. How how hard how, how hard do you think this artist had drawing all this freaking chest hair? I mean, Paul showing major chest area. So Gene showing a little bit. Dude, that was the era of Tom Selleck, dude. He had to show the chest hair. And Come look, on, dude. The the the, uh, the the sunglasses hanging off. You know, he's he's cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what I can never get about about rock stars is that why they wore shit around their necks like bandanas and stuff. Like why? That was the thing. I mean, that that that's so uncomfortable. And I and I went into that phase too where I always had to wear boots all the time. I can't wear boots today because it hurts my feet too much. You know, it's like I never the only boots I, I don't like work boots. 
No, I wore boots. I brought the Six Flags one time. I had to be Mr. Rocker. So I wore my freaking, uh, not Stetsons. I think they were wearing Stetsons at the time. Oh, jeez. But uh, I wore Stetsons George Strait, brother. And uh, No, Justin Ropers. That's what it was. Remember Justin Ropers? <laughs> no. You don't remember Justin Ropers? It's a <laughs> Texas thing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. They were, they were, I, 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 would go to country places to get the rock look. I, I couldn't, I was like, Gene, I couldn't really, I couldn't really pull it off. I wasn't, I wasn't a Paul Stanley type. I, I, you know, I wasn't very, I looked like the dude from uh, except Vito or what's his name? Ugo or Udo. You, you know? like, you mean greedy smurf? <laughs> yeah, that too. I wasn't, I was no David. Greedy or let's say. Uh, but yeah, but, this, you know, you talked about kiss coming out with that Ica album every year. And I heard on another podcast, and Joey Casada was talking about it on podcast Rock City. The reason they were coming out so often with albums, that they were they had right. Then they had they were living off. They were making their money Touring. off advances. Touring, you know, the album advances. That that's the only way they could get it. So we've got to have this to to get by. So, which I was not complaining because getting a Kiss album every year once now a year it, back then was pretty great. And now it's like back then the the touring really wasn't the big thing, but now it's no, the touring. Now it's the tour. And now albums don't mean squat. It's no. crazy. I mean, albums record don't companies mean don't care. Or yeah. what record companies? To be honest with you, of the major elect, uh, major record companies out there, back in the day, you had Columbia, Geffen, Geffen, Electra, Polygram, 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 Mercury. Yeah, CBS was Aussies, right? That's right. Yeah. So how many are left? I don't even think Giffen's around. They were the biggest one there for a yeah, while. Yeah, for a while. Universal, said, I think Universal owns all those. Yeah. What happened? What? Where are the record companies now? Because, I mean, I, I used to could, you know, when I had uh, I had one of those double-decker cassette tape, like suitcase, it looked like a suitcase. I used to organize the cassettes by the label. Atlantic, that was another one. Atlantic, oh, ACDC, yeah, yeah, Atlantic. And I used to do it by the label. By the label, I said, These, this is CBS, and I could tell you by the way, really. I did yeah, mine by art, I did mine by artists, yeah. I could tell you, I could tell you, uh, you know, which by just looking at the outside of the cover, which one was Atlantic and which one was what was it? It was, was it a polygram, polygram, mercury? They became, yeah. they, they uh, combined, yeah. But I remember when I was thinking, I was like, God, I would think if I want to be back then, I would be on Geffen because they had the big, they had Guns and Roses. They had yeah, like White, White Snake. Snake. Yeah. They had some big artists. Yep. And they, and they, they went down. I mean, I, I think technology killed all those companies because people don't buy oh, albums yeah. anymore. Yeah. And it's their own fault too. So, I mean, they, they try to blame Napster, but you know, what was Metallica on? Electra, right? Yeah. Electra. Ooh. Electra, they were on Electra. They were on Electra, you sure? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think so. They were on like Rising Force. Or they were on that. What's that one Ace was on that Eddie Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Trunk signed Ace to Megaforce. Megaforce. And they, right. Then they went yeah. to uh, Electra. That was Electra. I remember, uh, I remember when, oh, what the heck is this? I don't want that. Uh, Porn popping up again, Stevie? No. You remember the the Cliff of Mile home yeah. video? The video? Yeah, there was there was a performance they had, and they were talking about their new record. And Hetfield said, "Coming out on Megaforce Records." Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's what they wanted to call the album metal up your ass, but they, that's what they yeah. call it. Kill them all. Cause they wouldn't let them name it that. Um, did you ever, speaking of Electra, you, you know, that I don't know if we talked about this before, but you know how the, how Motley Crue got their catalog, right? As a, like they, they signed that deal after, uh, Dr. Feelgood, that big deal. And, and, uh, so Electra wanted out of the contract and Nikki wouldn't budge. And he goes, well, give us our masters and we'll do it. So they like pretty much gave Motley their masters and that's the thing they got dropped. So that's why Motley, a, lot of, a lot of artists don't own their masters, but that was, and I think Motley just sold theirs too. So. Yep. They did. That was, Cause his grunge was coming out and they kicked Vince out and they were just after the 95 album, they were like, nah, we don't want them anymore. So they got the last laugh on that. So back to Asylum. Let's talk about these videos from Asylum. <laughs> Let's lead it off with Tears of Fallen. So he's he's in a room, and he goes comes up to this. I mean, the girl just sit. He's sitting there in the corner, just sitting. But like but he's but he's not wearing his other garb. He's wearing overalls, Stevie. What is up with that? You're Paul Stanley, 1980s. What five? You got to be wearing the flamboyant shit, man. Come on. He, he's sitting there in the corner the whole time. She's ripping down curtains, yeah. and then all they're all sudden, dusty too. They're dusty yeah. as hell. He turns around. He, he turns around when she gets it. Like double like, take. Yeah. <sighs> no, it's. <laughs> so then you know we go from we go from the the house with no curtains now to all of a sudden we're on a freaking island with a volcano active volcano yeah and uh swinging like tarzan yes paul swinging across a volcano like tarzan it just didn't i, I mean this is this is gene's worst this is gene's worst look in the 80s he talks about he talks yes, about yes, phyllis, phyllis, phyllis right. diller's cousin it is because he really i mean he doesn't look this bad he doesn't look this bad in who wants to be lonely he looks he, bad and tears are falling he wore too much makeup and I'm he not was, talking he was about trying the, white, too hard. the black and white makeup. I'm talking about he wore too much makeup on that tour. Um, Eric Carr looked pretty badass, though. Yeah, Eric like Carr. Like when he Bruce, looked up and it was playing his – I mean, he looked badass. Yeah. Eric Carr always looked cool. And Tears of Fallen, I think the uh, the Bruce Solo, of course, is freaking awesome. awesome. I mean – and yes. I like that part right before the solo. I saw you cry. That is fucking badass. That's and then he French. hits right into it, and he's sitting there in the rain playing the solo. Great. That's the one. Is that the one where he comes out of the water too? No, that, no, that's, that's 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 who wants to be lonely. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and we'll get into that in just a second. Yeah, that that, that one I got more comments. So I got I got <laughs> I more comments that on that loud, one. Because yeah. I'm trying to. Okay, let's go to let's move on to uh, all night. Yeah, uh, all night was so where, good. Ace, Ace had to rip it off with insane. Where is yeah the video? Definitely. Yeah. Where are they at? Tell me where Paul's at, where he comes walking out of a staircase with a with a navy hat on. Is he on a boat? I mean, where where's he at? All of a sudden, he takes it off. Woo! And I'm like, oh he's, my no, he, he, God. he takes it off and he's pouting. Then he does the, yeah. and then the hair's all yeah. like in his face. That's but, like in the that that's like in the exposed. There's the hat from uh, All Night Video. Yeah. And there's the uh, album for Asylum. We didn't have the platinum one because there was a hole. It's covering a hole in the wall. Uh, yeah, I you know I actually watched that 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 is on YouTube. But that the but whole that's what you 
that's what you talk about the Paul Stanley from back then. They could laugh at themselves, and now they've been. And Paul, he's been through so much therapy. It's like, come on, dude, have fun. Man. It's the ultimate legal high, sugar. But, yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you ever have meat for breakfast? What root beer? We're gonna put root beer in our cereal. Or do you ever have meat for breakfast? Yeah, only when it's fresh. Can you imagine if they release that to now and he's having those Hillary and those girls changing? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Both of those they would they would cringe right now if somebody put, they would never re-release that now. Is it out of that's print? A, it's out of print, a, right? Yeah, that's the one that I could. That was what year did that come out? 86? 87, 86, 87. It was before it was before Crazy Nights. It was between so Asylum and Crazy Nights. Yeah, that's what they didn't have every reissue of Exposure. That's what I need to do is get on Twitter and say with, I want to expose reissue. Yeah, no, you need the Paul Stanley commentary with it. Him critiquing with, his no, artwork. That's you, what you need. No, let me tell you. You know what would be worse? Anything we talked about is the Paul Stanley workout. Oh, shit. That's freaking rape, dude. That girl is not. He's up there trying to. No, it's not rape. Come on. It's not that bad. It's not. She's just playing hard to get. Paul workout. Yeah. She's playing. Yeah, but yeah. she's not like running away from him. Come I'm on, saying, dude. It's, you know, I mean, he, saying, he, he's sexually would, harassing her. Put it yeah. that way, not raping yeah. her. Okay, come on. So that would be, that would be big time cancel culture right there. Can you imagine? Can doing. you imagine, Gene? It's a national organization of women about the benefit. Let's. Can you imagine this? <laughs> the national, and, he, and he's like not he even goes, paying attention. He got a thing up here. He goes, the national organization for who? And she says, women. And he goes, and he's like totally lost his concentration <laughs> for women. That and little, he just and he just like walks off like yeah. Oh, and then I, you got I, Christ, I, you got Christine living the full life. You reckon that was named after like Christine sixteen? I don't know. She's I, a little bit older now. I don't know, but you kind of think about that. Those women are probably grandmothers by now. Can you imagine? Hey, Grandma, I was looking at this thing on YouTube. Look, this looks a lot like you, Carol. Is your name Carol? Yeah. I guess you could say you went Carolyn. I love that. That's so funny. I, I, somebody <laughs> I put know. that on. Somebody put that on. Somebody had that on Facebook or something. Something Paul did. And I go, did he go caroling? And I got a couple. Yeah, that was I pretty funny. That. I can't figure out. And we're getting way off track here. But you gotta, you gotta think about it too. These guys were in their mid thirties. They were single. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, they were literally starting over. If you think about it, I mean, this is, I mean, they, it, like them having to live off advances. I mean, they totally didn't put that lifestyle. I thought they were like, they yeah, were rich. Thought, yeah, until later, than they were. you actually read what was going on at the time you think kiss was like rolling and rolling in cash but they the, the, the their union tour saved their ass because you see those stuff like on family jewels and you see the little modest house that gene and shannon lived in with the kids they had bunk beds yeah it wasn't to the reunion tour where they got that they had better management with doc i believe i think yeah. they're man they can you I even mean, tell me what the name of the manager was before glicks doc? glicks glicks mark markman like markman yeah, something glicks, glicks something. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. They weren't, they didn't have a well-known uh, manager. Um, yeah, and I think, and I think the, I think Bill Coin too kind of screwed. I mean, not on purpose, but he got in over his head. They thought Kiss would last forever, and yeah, they and Kiss probably the the Kiss world would have probably lasted longer if they would have done better. I mean, nothing against Dynasty, but if they would have not done Unmasked or even you know the Elder. But that's a different. You remember story. the traveling amusement park they were gonna have? Kiss yeah, but Wars. they had they had to cancel a lot of the stuff on the Dynasty tour. That started happening then. They were still pretty big, but I think the disco killed a lot of shit for them. Yeah, 
and they and I don't think they got a lot of those fans back to the reunion tour. I because I remember because I remember getting into them and loving Kiss, loving you know Exposed and stuff, and like yeah, I used to like Kiss before they sold out and stuff. And sure enough, when the reunion tour came back around, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we talk about who uh, we talk about all night. All night, yeah, and then and you I, see the I, girls everywhere. And but. I think it's funny too is when they all looking in the window and look stuff. through the keyhole, and yeah, Bruce, and, does and the Bruce whole. is like, like, yeah, and he's like, "Wow, they couldn't be in the video." <laughs> <laughs> of course, Eric is cool as hell. Eric just had the yes. cool. Eric had the cool hair. Eric just kind of he just looks up there like it's yeah. It's like Gina Paul were like acting out, and Bruce, but Eric cool as hell, man. Just yeah, just cool dude. I mean, I mean. Rest in peace, man. I, yes, miss I, mean, I, I miss Eric Carr, man. I mean, um, but yeah. So we go through that. Okay, now the last but not least, who wants to be lonely? Where? The where? <laughs> it's just like it's not even his face; it's his chest. You know, he's got to do what? What is the deal with the close up of the? Where he takes his, uh, he's got to show the chest hair. He, it he, was the Tom Selleck era, brother. Chest hair was in. But you see a close up of him just pulling back his coat so you can see his chest hair. And then he goes like this Where Dig. is he at? Tell Dig. me where this freaking. Place he's in a is. tunnel, right? And then he like walks It's in a, a tunnel. It's like on fire, too. Fire. <laughs> then evidently you go to some waterworks department, a county waterworks department, and uh, they, they have, they're unleashing. Stuff but everywhere. Turn honestly, tell you, tell you what, dude, I would not wear those tassels by a fire. <laughs> no, you catch those damn things on fire, you're you're really going to be on fire, heaven. But you got yeah, all it, these all these women dancing around, and they're playing around a freaking uh, pool, indoor pool. Yeah, with there's no more there's no more fire though, right? We got rid no, of the fire. Fire's gone. If you can't, there's there's no possible way fire could exist there because there's so and, much water around. What there. I can and 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 what I can and. Though her shoes, when they're showing her shoes, the, the it symbolizes, padlock? yeah, it symbolizes the 80s so well. It's like, who thought to put padlocks on a freaking shoe? I mean, who thinks about that? I mean, it's some designer from, oh, yeah, Andy you know Warhol or something. Great. Yeah, and he great. probably got paid a lot of money to do that. Oh, let's put how a lock you, on here. That's art. how much do you reckon a, 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 a women's shoe with padlocks would cost you back then? It's probably that, like two, three hundred dollars, but honestly, it's weird. And this is how I kind of thought about it back then. I didn't think it was weird back then because I no. just thought that's how rock stars oh, cool. were. Look, that was one of the freaking coolest videos of me back in the but day. That's how even like the asylum. You last at the asylum era, and you look at the you look at the uh, the animalized era. Gene looks like he just went for a freaking hunt off Game of Thrones with all the leathers wrapped around his arm. Uh, and Paul too, like you know, but it's like an asylum. They totally went the direct oh, opposite. They just they went colors. Yeah, I mean, it's colors everywhere. But dude. I didn't think anything of it because it was always oh, it looked like a girl. I mean, but it's you like, know, they changed. They kind of changed their look about every album after after. Uh, I mean, I guess after the makeup stuff, you went from Love Gun to to Dynasty with Super Kiss. But they changed their look, like costumes and stuff, in the makeup era too. So I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. It started then, but I mean, they it kind of changed. You know, the hotter and hell look changed after uh, to Love Gun, and then dressed to well dressed to kill before that. But I forgot I, to I mention. Mean, I forgot to mention in the uh, all night video. Didn't Paul wearing those like teddy bear pants? They got all those teddy bears on them, 
and you see him jumping around and you realize why he's had two hip replacements. Yeah. Oh, he jumped. Look, back then, you go watch on YouTube. Go find a, a, a Asylum or a Crazy Nights. Oh, yeah. So he is the first thing when they come on stage because, you know, I don't think on Crazy Nights they had the big stage entrance. They just ran out on stage. And all of a sudden you see him do it. Paul's doing like, you ever seen Grown Ups too? When uh, David Space talking about they got they, they, the young kids are getting ready to force them to jump off the cliff. Oh, yeah. And David Space talking about, uh, what is it? Taylor Lautner's about it. He said, it must be pretty serious because this guy's doing like 11 backflips for nothing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Paul. Paul's doing somersaults everywhere. And he's like, oh my gosh. Well, that's like on the um, the Animalize Uncensored. Man, they're running out like. Oh they yeah, are, they run all around. They ran around more, but without, but then they were in the makeup. It's like even like, do you ever see that first video they shot of uh, Lick It Up? I think it was. I don't know. They, it was like the, it was it Germany or something. They were playing that first show. Man, the they first, were just without makeup. They had new life, dude. That, that was, was not the seventies band. I mean, yeah, that was yeah. they didn't do that creatures. <laughs> that was the one in Portugal, was in Lisbon, and then you see, yeah, 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 yeah. you see all the people looking, looking uh, like. Because that was advertised with the makeup. Yes. Yeah, because that's because that tour. I think Martin Popoff said on the yeah on shout out loud that it was it was yeah. But yeah, they're all they're all 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 the people that crowd like who are these guys? Where's Kiss? Where's the blood? Yeah, but I mean, I I didn't think anything of it. I because that's how rock stars were back then. You know, some of the coolest parts of the Who Wants to Be Lonely video are the parts where the camera is down below and there and bruce is doing the guitar gene's doing the bass and all this but the what's the purpose of the lady unwrapping herself and sell in like uh tinfoil or aluminum whatever it is maybe paul got a that's his birthday present who knows you know and then and then the lady the lady decides to roll over and fall into the pool uh so the god awfulest moment the whole video. And, you know, was that video really banned? I mean, I look yeah, at it, it's like, like say, there was say, there was stuff that was worse than version. Why wasn't this a single? I have no clue. It's the best to me. Uh, I mean, Tears of Fallen, Tears of Fallen is up there, but Tears of Fallen has a little fatigue. Uh, who want, who wants to be lonely is right up there with Tears of Fallen to me. And you want to do our top three? Well, hold on, before I, oh, okay. I the god awfulest moment of the whole video. Is at the end when the girls have him and he all of a sudden he's in the shower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That big helmet head he's got. I mean, he's got like 30 pounds of Aquanet in there. And all of a sudden when that one hits, it just goes poof, down like this. And I'm like, he did it like crazy. it goes over his face and he's like, he's like Yeah. Paul is the guy on, that stop with the water. <laughs> Paul Paul is a guy that needs his hair big. Yes. Because I remember when they were on Oprah, and it was in a, I mean, God, he had his hair slicked back. It's like, yeah, dude, no, no, you don't no, need to do that, bro. No. Speaking of, you know, a hair expert, hair expert that I am, you know, yeah, all that hair you got, bud. I know, I don't know how you take care of it like you yeah. do. Hey, man, it's all one length, pretty much. That's what uh, when I went to go when uh, Skid Row when they were touring with Pantera. Like Sebastian goes, that's one thing about Pantera. Their lead singer has his hair is all one length. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and then Paul dances off into the sunset down the fiery tunnel again. Yeah, the fire is back and the outfit's the back because <laughs> he's had enough. All the water is dried up, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's had enough. He's into the fire. Now he's out of the fire. Yeah. yeah. 
True. The one, they right. play, the one they wouldn't play on television? You mean the one that you've said you've got the uncensored version of Who Wants to Be Lonely? The one they wouldn't play on TV? I don't see that, the difference. A lot of that was, I didn't think it was, compared to what they were playing at that time, I think one of the, I, speaking of that area, one of the worst, one of the, like you talk about degrading, is, uh, was it Wake, is it Waco Jr.? Where the girl's like leading him into there and she like takes him to the oh, bathroom yeah. and yeah. she goes down. I'm like, holy shit. I mean, that should have been censored. I don't know if it was, but not who wants to be lonely. That was just a girl having fun and waterworks, I guess. <laughs> that was the first indoor. Was that Waco? Was that Waco Jr.? You know what I'm talking about? With and also, yeah, where the girl takes him, she's like the blonde, real pretty groupie, and she takes him to the bathroom and she's here going to her knees. I'm like, Wow. There was, I just, a, lot, I, I, there was also, a lot of degrading videos back then. I also remember that one is the girl walking out in the end of that video with the guitar on her butt. She's like, you can see her shape. Like, nice. All right. So now that we talked about <laughs> who wants to be lonely video. Now we said uh, women's rights back 40 years. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get right into it. We're going to give out so top three songs. Do you want to do a, you want to do like an animalized first? You give your top three. I give my top three. Yeah. I'll do okay. that. Okay. Go ahead. All right, this one was was tough here, and a lot of people will probably gonna be surprised at what my. Well, I'll start off at number three. Um, number three, we talked about the video, the, and we we will definitely get more into this unreleased video. Uh, Thrills in the night. Uh, it's just got a different vibe, and uh, I like when that with the bridge before they go into the cor- chorus each time. You know. She's not just walking around in a mystery. I like the sound. I like that. Uh, but I would, it grew on me as time goes on. Cause first, you know, you heard, I had heavens on fire. You played that. There was a couple others that, that I'll play, but never got into thrills in the night. And all of a sudden I listened to it one time on my headphones and I'm like, okay, this is bad at all. And then the video came out and I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. Thrills in the Night, though, is my number three. Then my number two. You know, let me do, let me let me discuss Thrills in the Night. I got something to yeah, say. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Thrills in the Night. The video, of course, reminds of Animalized Uncensored. I kind of wish they would have done the vocals a little bit more because this video, this I mean, I love the song. Don't get me wrong. It was a ringtone at one time of mine. Um, <laughs> For who? For me, no, it was just a regular ringtone. I, I had that. Say, no, thrills no. in the night. Did you have a booty call out there or something? No, <laughs> I'm I'm in bed by I'm in bed by 9:30. There are no thrills in the night anymore for no, me. Back, back in the day, though. Yeah. Um, Paul in this vocal, he sounds kind of like he has a cold. Like he's kind of nasally a little bit. I always thought this video this could have done better. I mean, I love Paul Sanders' voice, but he always sounds kind of like nasally and kind of vocally here like you know but i mean it's paul stanley i mean it's it's a great song great tune you know the 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 verse is is really not that far off from being like him just rapping yeah i mean like all hell's breaking loose it's not as bad as all hell breaking loose as far as the rap it's not to that extreme but it but sounds like he's got a cold or congestion i just think they could end the vocals i haven't really better. noticed that yeah, I, that's my take i always thought that it, yeah like that, they get that thinking family that kind of reminds me of the family one, here. where they get a lot of that. Listen, yeah, <laughs> let's <Anyway>. go. <laughs> number number two, and a lot of people are gonna be surprised at this because this is like, and a lot of this has got to do with fatigue. Uh, but heaven's on fire, still in your top three, though. Yeah, I mean, what it's 
you know, Heaven's on Fire is a great song. Oh, yeah. Uh, the you know the intro everybody knows the intro he loves to do that I doubt he could do it too well now but uh, yeah I mean and the guitar solo is pretty great I think I think St John did a good job and look St John did a great job on on this album a lot of people don't give him enough credit yeah but there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors that. They were, of course, ghost musicians as always, and Paul did a lot of the work too, because I. This is what I've read. Yeah. That that Paul St. John wasn't exactly thrilled. Like, oh, I can play faster than those guys, and that wasn't what it was about with Paul. Well, so I, I think Bruce probably did a lot more on this album than he than he realized, it, and I think it, there were some ghost musicians too. He's credited. Bruce is credited, and this is not just this is just what they actually say here. He's credited with a guitar solo on Lonely as a Hunter, an additional guitar on Murder and High Heels. Probably the only song on that album I don't like. It's a Simmons song. Back then, they weren't that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gene's, Gene does some good songs on Animalize. Anyway, Heaven's on Fire is my number two. And that's, of course, the big single off the album. Everybody goes to Animalize. They think... Think about Heaven's on Fire. The writer, David Foster, this was his favorite song of 85. He actually, um, David, I read Foster, wow. David Foster, yeah, that this is one of his, his, he thought this was a great pop song. Another song, I think this should have been a bigger hit for them. It was a big hit for them. But like I said, they're, they had that stigma of Kiss. Like if Bon Jovi would have done this song, it would have been much, much bigger. It's just it's just crap they had to deal with. This just fit Kiss. I mean, you know this this song fit Kiss. I mean, I can't. You can't now, see Bon Jovi doing this song. I can't. It's Dave, it's Desmond Child. I can. I can see Kiss doing In Out of Love. That's, I don't see. Oh, I can see that. I just don't see Bon Bon Jovi was like the poppy. I mean, they were so poppy back then. Yeah, this is kind of heavy. Doing yeah, a song right. like but you can see another song. band doing this, is what can I'm you, Yeah, I'm yeah. But can you see, honestly, see Bon Jovi doing a song called Heaven's on Fire? I think at the time, yeah, because they wanted to make it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I just don't think it I don't fit them that, that you know, I don't think they were like, it was like, no, nah, we can't do that. We'll do, oh. we'll do uh, Silent Night. Well, maybe Bon Jovi's a bad, but any other glam, any, okay. Any other band big at the time could have done this, but not Aerosmith, obviously. Not but Aerosmith. They, they would have that they would have. What other band been a bigger hit. that could have done it though? White Lion. Nah, not a Heaven's on Fire. Brett? I don't know. Mm, maybe a band. Maybe, maybe like Dawkins. Oh God, no. Better production. Maybe a band that. Maybe a I band. Mean, maybe a band that didn't make it did this song and they would put them over the top. Maybe that. May have made that. May have been something like that. But yeah, that's my number two. I'm and just then, saying. I'm just saying. Kiss had a lot of resistance being Kiss. This oh yeah, I know. Hit. That's it. Well, everybody, nobody took them seriously because of the makeup and stuff. Yeah. And they were always but, trying to escape it. Exactly. My number one is the lead-off song, I've Had Enough Into the Fire. Paul Stanley, Desmond Child, who is, uh, for, like I said, three songs on this album. Um, yeah, I thought I just like the way it, it comes out, that guitar riff opening up. Awesome. And it starts off. And the guitar solo is pretty great, and Paul's vocals are on point. Uh, you know the the bridge and and the chorus, just great. But and yeah, it's not been, it's not really a typical Kiss song with a solo starting out like that. 
I mean, you have like uh, that got love for sales kind of like that. Yeah. You can count on one hand where the solo is really kind of front, like in the beginning. It's usually towards the end or middle. I've had enough. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. They actually, they actually played this live for a while too. They played it on the, a little bit on Animalized tour, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Like it's like Exciter. They didn't. They didn't really. I guess. Go over. With, I wonder why. I mean, you think about when they're doing their set list. I mean, not now. I'm talking about back then. When they're doing, I wonder what, like, let's say when they go to Asylum. Okay, we're going to cut out a lot of analyze. You're not going to get a lot of analyze, but I wonder if they ever, like, you know, we should do I've Had Enough a couple of times. We should do that. Probably. They probably, they probably did it just to try it out. Kind of like Within, off Revenge. Oh, God. Great, great studio, but it didn't transition live. Horrible live. Gene can't handle it. But it's like I'm saying, it's it's kind of just more examples of Kiss doing this. They were trying to get away from the. Of course, they did rock and roll night. They did like, yeah, you know, love they gun. Did classics but, like but that. they were still. They did more new music. Like you know, you look at some of those set lists for like Crazy Nights, and there's hardly any classics at all. You got yeah. Love Gun, maybe, and, and then they went back to it on yeah. Hot Shade. Hot in the Shade. They realized the what their their was. bread and butter was at, yeah. that what people wanted to hear. But that had a mix of old and. New that probably not like now, most, not like now, where it's just hot basically in the shade was probably the most balanced out of anything. Oh, yeah, they've done. that's what they had to play two and a half hours. It's great, yeah. But uh, yeah, so my number one is I've had enough. Okay, my top three, my number three, we talked about it before. It's the only one that's on both our lists. It's uh, heaven, heaven's on fire. Okay, I remember when I didn't know much about Kiss, and I remember my buddy telling me, I think I've told this story. And he would go, oh, yeah, I like that song, Heaven's on Fire. And I'm thinking, of course, you know, me growing up, burning Brian Adams albums, it's like, yeah. Heaven's on Fire? Oh, my God, they are demonic. We we did burn Brian Adams' album because Heaven was on that. Yeah, but Heaven's on Fire, I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's a war going on in heaven and Kiss is destroying the angel. I mean, I had these. And then I listened to it. Oh, it's just about a hot chick. Okay, that's a lot better. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's another sin. It's not – it's lust, so – I like the video. I think the video is very, very. The, I think Eric Carr said that that shirt he's wearing, where he's making out with that chick, is the green shirt. It's the one he's wearing in one of the Crazy Nights videos. He said. Oh really? Yeah. Um, are you going to pay attention to me or be on I'm your paying, phone? I'm, I'm listening every word you said. Yeah, I'm on your phone, man. This no, is my. This is, I had to answer. This is our time. Well. Okay. I had to answer a text. Number two is what I always kind of considered a sister song to your number one. And it's a song that really, your dog agrees. Yep. Uh, it's a song that really got me, it, it got me kind of going through some tough teenage angst. One of the, you know, what fucking difference does it make? You got to get all you can take, you know. You gotta. You just, it, I always thought it was kind of a sister song to I've had enough that you're just going through a bunch of crap. Yeah. You know, I like you know, that. Sing along, let me hear you, huh, man? Like the end. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah. At the end, I like that part. <laughs> uh, great song. I mean, I used to jam that a lot, and I remember they, they a lot of them had like parental warning stickers on, but I never yeah. understood why I, I Animalized did be, didn't because it had a uh, it oh. had that on there. I guess maybe you can say <laughs> that f word one time. I guess. And what? my anything Every, on that, Stevie? Oh, that look. There's. Let me tell you, this should have had, I mean, you're looking, uh, 
dams in this, the dams in this, F as in S. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this was actually on, on the outside looking in for me. Uh, actually, like number five, number no, okay. number four. Yeah, number five for me. Get all you can take was number five for me. I think um, for I think for me with this song is that I was really into kiss, got into kiss because of Gene. And with this song and hearing and into the fire as well, hearing Paul, I started gravitating towards. I mean, I like them both, of course, but I really started liking Paul's. I mean, he was the heart of the band at the time. You know, Gene was, you know, oh, he liked yeah. to talk. Gene was but I really started noticing Paul on this, like songs like this and into the fire. Cause I mean, Scott was singing his ass off, man. He just has, and he had a voice like, like anybody else. Nobody sounded like Paul Stanley. Yep. So get all you can take. You're number two. All right. Am I, am I number one? Am I number one? You're gonna remember this because this is on our I think this is my number one on uh our top ten deep kiss tracks. It's a jeans, it's a gene uh song, and like I said, he gets a lot of crap for you know his song. I like his stuff in the except for murder and high heels, I don't like that song. And I don't like and I don't like boomerang. That's probably two kiss gene song songs I don't like. While the city sleeps, give them hell while the city sleeps. And Gene got this song from he likes old movies. And I yeah. remember an interview with him one. There's an old I don't know who's in it, but there's an old movie called While the City Sleeps. And he wrote the whole song about them. But uh <laughs> he was yeah. really getting uh you know, I guess Paul probably Hollywood. told him to uh you need to come up with a song, you need to ha have something in here. And he was like, Well, you know what? I'm gonna watch a movie tonight and I'm gonna <laughs> But they, I'm gonna write a song about the movie. But his songs get shit on. There, he's got some good songs. There's a handful that are good. He does. I, I can only he think of that. Boomerang and Murder in High Hills. That I don't like. I like. I like his other stuff. I like. What's the one you said? Bruce plays uh, lead on. The. Uh, not Murder in High Heels. What's the other one off? Uh, Animal Eyes. You're talking about. Oh, Lonely as a Hunter. I love that. I love that. Yeah, You know what I mean. I like that. I mean, I, I'm a Gene guy too. I mean, but yeah, this you know, looking at the lyrics, I mean, uh, it's not. It's I not what kind science. of movie he was watching. <laughs> what goes on behind closed doors? Private wounds, open, open source. Yeah, that's you're your gotta, own worst enemy, and cheap thrills bring you to your knees. I it think thumbs down for someone you know, and it's easy come and easy go. I think he just. I think whatever rhymed is what he threw because, like, yeah, he was, beyond. We all know he had all those demos, so it's like, hey, there you go. My, it's kind of like it, it. Kind of reminds me of like when you do a half-assed homework assignment, you have this idea and that thing, and you just put it together to turn it in. That's what yeah. he's doing. Some of that stuff's great, though. I think. Yeah. So, while the city sleeps, did not my that was kind of low on my list because that, that's, that's I mean, a deep track. Yeah, I, I had like under the gun, get all you can take, lonely as a hunter. Burn, bitch, burn. I like that one. Yeah. Like Which I said, the only there's like two anyway. songs. There's like two songs on these two albums I just like. I don't like. I don't like Radar Love, and I don't like uh, Murder High Heels. You talking about? You talking about Radar for Love is almost Asylum. That's what I'm saying. These two albums. Oh, okay. Like one I song. I thought you said there's only two. So there's only one song on each album I don't like. Okay, I got you. I got you. And I listened to both of them today, and I still don't like them. <laughs> All right, let's get right into Asylum, your top three on okay, Asylum. Okay, Asylum. 
Number three. This is probably my this is probably my first favorite Kiss song, and I think it's up there with uh, "While the City Sleeps." It's another Gene song, and I remember being God. I, how old was I in nineteen eighty five? Thirteen. I had no idea what the hell lingerie was. And I remember asking my dad, I go, hey, what's dad, what's lingerie? And I was thinking it's like a cologne or a perfume. You know, it was a hot day. She wore lingerie. She was a hot day. Yeah. Where did you hear that from? You need to go burn some more albums. <laughs> go burn and, uh, Brian Adams. That damn gun Brian Adams is come back yeah, again. Yeah, you, you think that Brian Adams is bad. Wait till you get to Secretly Cruel. Um my first favorite probably kiss song. I this is I listened to Asylum and I knew tears are falling. But I really, this was probably, I this was this stood out for me because it was just about straight ahead fucking, you know. Excuse my French, but it was there was no, it was Gene, you know. Gene was my dude. He, I, this was my first Kiss album, and I was, I was still trying to get to know Paul stuff, but I love Secretly Cruel. I like the, this. I like the part at the end. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I love that. I tell you that that's my my number three as well. Oh wow, uh, yeah, and I'll tell you. And we've talked about it before. Uh, there was a guy on YouTube that he wore each each band member's makeup at different times. He made a video, yeah. And he turned that, he turned secretly cruel into like a it sounded like a seventies Kiss song, and it was freaking awesome. I'll have to share that on on uh, Facebook group. But uh, yeah, secretly cruel, one of those underrated songs, and uh, yeah. I'm like you. That's my that's my number three as well. You know what I'm you know what I'm thinking, Stevie? No secret I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we may have the top three. Same top that's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm making a prediction here. Maybe. I'm thinking we have our same top three, but I'm thinking our one and twos are in different order. And you'll know by when I tell you yeah, what my number two I, is. You tell me what number two is on the my number two is who wants to be lonely. Yeah. My it, it's it's this why this was not a single. I I mean I I mean I don't know why. They have no um, clue. How was then, it not a single when it got put out for a video though? Well they I did mean, that. I, they they did that back then. They would have would, videos for but you but, would think, right? Yeah, that it just doesn't make much sense. If you're gonna do the video for it, you should have a single. It should be a single. Yeah, but yeah. But maybe the record company didn't want to maybe they figured asylum was dead or you know. They didn't uh, only one single release from the from the album, and you had three videos. Yep. Um, this is a song I wouldn't show them the video, but if I had oh, to like give like, like Stanley then, if I had different. to, well, if I had to, if I had to like play an '80s Kiss song for a non-Kiss fan, this is the one. This I'd would play. be one, yeah. This one or my number one, and you know what my number one is. So, yeah, I, I, I probably. And I don't want to give away because we probably do. We could probably do a top 10 nine makeup kiss song list. That, that should be something we look at doing. Oh, uh, I'm sure we'll get to it. But it's like, I'm like you. If if I wanted somebody to hear kiss from the 80s, this would be one of them on my playlist. Yes. Uh, and it would, be, it would be near the top. This and boomerang. Not at the top. But I mean, this and, boom, this and boomerang. Oh God, that train wreck! Um, <laughs> the music's awesome. It's just the words. It's just everywhere, dude. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, who, who wants to be lonely? Um, don't watch the video. Just listen to the song. But yeah, I'm like you. I had it like a, 
I had it number one. And uh, it's definitely my favorite song off Asylum. It probably, I don't want to give it too much away, but anyway. Well, I think it's, I don't think it's hard to tell what, what is. My number one is Tears Are Falling. Oh, yeah. This is the song that helped me get into Kiss, the girl. And this song proves right here when he wants to set his mind to it, how awesome a songwriter Paul Stanley is. Yeah. He wrote this song all by his lonesome. He didn't need Michael Bolton. And what and didn't need Death from Child either. Yeah. And one of the things about this, this is another song. I think it's made the top 40, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really sure. Billboard top 40. I don't know. Should have been bigger. Like I said, somebody else does this song. Maybe it makes them a star, but they were they were fighting their their past. But actually, I had Spotify before I got into Apple Music. And I think a couple like 2019 or 20, it was my number one. It was my number one. Kiss was my Kiss was my number one band, of course. Yeah. But no, I I don't think yeah they were. But this is the number one song that I played. I I don't get to I don't have no fatigue for this song. You mean uh, Golden Cox weren't your number one? <laughs> no, that no, no, no. the uh, that's another podcast. Uh, I don't get tired of this song. I used to get tired of Heaven's on Fire because that's all they would play on the radio. But Tears Are Falling, another song like Who Wants to Be Lonely, if that symbolizes how great Kiss was in the 80s. And it should have been a bigger hit. should have been top 10. I mean, especially the songs. I mean, if the, when the children cry makes the top 10, it's a crime. This You know how I feel about that song. This song should have. I'll tell you this. Um, you know, like I said, I got into Kiss when I was like five. And my cousin... He was the one, he's an older cousin. He he was the one that got me into it. <clears throat> but his sister, she was never really much into the whole kiss thing. Yeah, she looks probably like this. But this, yeah. We were we were sitting, I forgot where we were at. We may have been getting ready for we had a like a youth choir at church, and we may have been getting ready for practice. You hadn't you had no album burnings that night, Steve? No, we didn't we, <laughs> we didn't have any Brian Adams albums, so we couldn't do any burning. Uh <clears throat> But this song came on when we were waiting, and and she was like, oh, yeah, I love this song. She said, who is this? And I was like, it's Kiss. She said, really? She said, yeah. I love that song. See, a lot of people, yeah, you surprise them. Yeah. yeah I, and I was Kiss. really shocked that she was, you know. It's just guys. more of that stuff they had to fight. They Oh, they're the guys with the makeup, right? The, yeah. They're the guys I mean, they were, totally, they were a totally three, different three, band. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but. All right, so my, of course, my number one is Who Wants to Be Lonely. Uh, we talked all about that, and uh, but yeah, it's crazy, man. Our top threes actually match, yeah. But I'll tell you this all, all night was on the outside looking in, yeah, me too. Uh, King of the Mountain, even though Paul decided to put some Humpty Dumpty lyrics in, in the King of the Mountain, uh just for the freaking drums, the drum intro on King of the Mountain is freaking awesome. I always, thought, I always thought King of the Mountain and Give Me More were kind of sister songs. They're kind of yeah. got that fast, that fast kind of different produced differently, though. I did, I did like Trial by Fire. That song was another song like Get All You Can Take that really just talked yeah. about being yourself. Uh, I was, I, I don't know. I thought that song could have been a single. Trial by of, fire, yeah, it's yeah. got a great, it's got a great. Uh, I just don't. Course I just don't and understand. I, I the solo's really kind of weird. I don't understand uh, 
just putting one single out this album. Was maybe the only the record company would do. I mean, I don't know if it's well, you right. got a you got a band like Kiss. Yeah, but they know what Kiss is going to sell. They're you know they're like that. They're like they have that fan Obviously base. They only going to sell. They're not, they're going to sell a million copies. So why push it even more? Well, if they'd have, I don't know. You put no, out a single. I don't like, think so. You put out a single like "Who Wants to Be Lonely," but what? But the radio wouldn't have played it anyway, though, because they're Kiss. That's my point. MTV was playing it. <clears throat> yeah, but MTV played "Hide Your Heart," but radio didn't. I mean, it's it's like it's it's got that. I know it's that stigma that Kiss has. Uh, Turn on the night. Another thing, you know, it just yeah. they got that stigma they were fighting, and that's and it, I know that they get frustrated with that shit. That's why the makeup came back on because they were. They had reached to what they could do without the makeup. That's why the makeup saved the day. <laughs> and that's why they'll always and that's why they totally ignore this area because it, it it was a lot of fight for them to do that. They were fighting to stay alive. Tears of Fallen went to 51. <laughs> okay, on not the top Billboard 40. Hot 100. See, uh, it should have been higher. Yeah, on Main Street Rock, it went to number 20. Well, yeah, that's yeah. So but as far as the album Asylum. On Billboard's top 200, it was at number 20. So. Yeah, because you, you think about that they 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 struggled to get airplay a lot, but hey, the albums were still selling. The they were still they knew how much they would sell. It was number one in Finland, <laughs> number three in Sweden. So it wasn't it, crazy night. Didn't uh, crazy nights? It was like a big song in like the United Kingdom. Yeah, it's big in England. They say they still. They still play uh, Crazy Nights on some commercial over there. Somebody was talking about, <laughs> but uh, but I, I think it's just the stigma of being Kiss, and I think that I mean it had to get frustrating that that Hide Your Heart wasn't bigger, Tears Are Falling wasn't bigger. I mean, Forever was a top ten hit, but that song was I think the Bolton connection helped out a lot with that. But no, no, I don't, I don't think. Oh, I, I, I do. I don't think the Bolton thing because a lot of people didn't even. I read, think it. You really, no, gonna, he was. He was going to read the liner notes and, and say no because you're not a Kiss fan. No, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from the song, but he was breaking at that time, and I think it put more eyes on the song. That's what all I'm, I'm saying. saying. Forever was okay. How do I say it? Forever was the perfect ballad for the perfect time back then. In the 80s, I still, I still say Bolton but had a lot to do with it because Bolton was it, very big. I didn't it just, know. It just, I think it just got him noticed more. Yes, I think I got him noticed more. Well, it got him noticed more after the fact because a lot of people didn't realize Michael Bolton wrote it till after it. When it started hitting top 40, that's when people started saying. I disagree. Uh, Michael Bolton did this with Kiss. So, I think it yeah. did more than you. Because what okay. is that song different than anything else, Bolton? Just saying. It's my two Up until right. that time, Kiss didn't write a ballad like a Forever. What is Tears Are Falling? That's not a ballad like Forever. It's a ballad. Not oh, like Because it has acoustic guitars, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah. I think it helped. I think it helped them. I think it's going to be another poll. Nice. Stick your poll anywhere the sun don't shine, dude. I don't care about polls. <laughs> All I hear these days is polls, polls, polls. Oh, I don't hear about the well, North we got Pole. One more. Guess what? You're gonna have to deal with one more because we're gonna well, that have... one I know because I'm gonna win. Yeah, you'll probably win this one. I agree with that. But uh both good choices. Now, now that we've got our top three, now it's up to you. 
We're going to put this on Twitter. We'll put it on. We can actually put it in Facebook groups now because you can do polls in there. Uh, so let us know which one did did better. Was it Warden with the Asylum top three, or was it me with the Animalized top three? Hey, if you like heavier kiss, vote for vote what you like. I mean, it's I mean it's your choice. You Whichever know? you like. You're There's no wrong. wrong choices. We always say. I know exactly. we're told that many times there are. So but, you know, what we, we have know? been told that by one person a lot. Uh, <laughs> but they're just wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just wrong. But anyway, it's my uh, wrong. So that's going to do it for tonight. But next week, we'll be pulling double duty next week. Not double. Are we? Is, is huh? there going to be a pay increase with that, Stevie? Yeah, you get paid double what you get paid now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, not double duty, double duty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are full of crap. But yeah, next week we're gonna go retro for one night, and then we're really excited about yeah retro. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I had to think because they're both kind of retro. Yeah, <laughs> retro. But and another kiss. It's another another kiss related episode next week too. But we'll have two. You get two nights of watching us if you want to. Are we doing back to back? They really enjoyed. Or are we doing yeah, the night? It's gonna be back to back. Really? So, yeah. Tuesday you, inform, you haven't you haven't informed my agent about this, Stevie. Oh yeah, well my agent, I, I may have something to do. I may I may be shooting. I, to, I could I can I'll pull solo. I'll do I'll do my solo album on Tuesday night. Then if you, hey, I man, know you're not giving up Wednesday night. Hey man, I may be uh, writing a song with Michael Bolton, dude. You never know. Oh my god, you're gonna play some black. You're gonna do a blackjack reunion tour. What was the name of that song they did? I don't know. People are crazy. Oh, yeah. That on was the video. Crazy. Yeah. Only thing uh, crazy was that hairstyle. Yes, very. When it got worse, Michael Bowman's got worse. Look, I'll tell you this. Uh, you know, at that time, you know, I had I had the mullet, but my brother, he had the whole, you know, our brother started going bald when he was like 18. So, so he's time, bald and you're not. Yeah, that's karma, dude. What'd you what'd he do? <laughs> but anyway, let me tell you this though. The way his hair was, he had it long in the back. And it I wish I still had his uh his driver's license because there was one where he had the long curly hair in the back and hardly any hair up here. That's the skullet. Like, that's freaking my that's, that's freaking Michael Bolton right there, dude. <laughs> that's the skullet. You have nothing in the front and the back. Yeah, that's I mean, I never really had up here. I never really had long hair. I had the Ric Flair dude. I had that. I had the Kurt. I had like the Horseman era. You know, like the late late eighties. You need to post. I had that to prove that. I gotta find that. I don't yeah. know. But we didn't. Yeah. We didn't do selfies back then, Stevie. No, I didn't do selfies. But I, I, I didn't like pictures back then because I was a big freaking whale back then. I you was were like, scared. Oh. You were scared to Brian out of the No, I, I weighed about three hundred and fifty pounds. I was a big bastard, dude. <laughs> I was a big dude. No, you I looked were... like that. Who was that guy in head of the class? <laughs> That was me. I remember that dude. <laughs> that was me. Not like he's a scumbag too. Yeah, yeah, I've heard bad things. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe not quite like him. He worked. He worked for like a lot of the kid shows. Nickelodeon, yeah, he, yeah, yeah Nickelodeon, yeah, yeah, that's it. But uh, so not next like week, that guy at all, dude. Not like. So remember, vote in the polls, and uh, we'll we'll have the results next week on one of the shows next week. But next week, like I said, you get two episodes for the price of none. Where can they find us, Stevie? Uh, they can find us on all social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And you can find us on our Facebook groups at uh, that 80s page on all things 
rock, hard rock and metal. And on the on the fly uh, page, you can find us podcast wise. You can find us on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Leave a review. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Podchaser, wherever you listen to us, on. and we know you're listening because we see the numbers. Yeah, the numbers we're, are going up. We're I mean, we're not we're not near Joe Rogan, but we're doing we're, okay. We're we're not we're not setting the world on fire, but we're doing a <laughs> we got a spark. I'll put it that. We're, way. we're not a we're not a couple of flaming use yet, dude. So yeah. you know, we we got a spark there, but that didn't. We know sound we good. we that got listeners though. Good, we got bro. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound good. Anyway. We're approaching a what the, the flaming or the you <laughs> both. We're definitely not either one. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> true that. But we're getting close to another milestone. We we've hit this one quicker than we hit the last one. So I can tell. Thank you by, very much. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for for uh, getting it out there. If you are, uh, but yeah, leave us a five star review. That will help more than anything because it gets us gets us up up the ladder a little bit and gets us noticed by more people. So leave we can a be king you. of the mountain. King of the mountain. Anyway, you slice all the it. king's horses, all the king's men were getting crazy again and again. Here, kitty, kitty. And then Humpty kitty, Dumpty kitty. came and fell, and then he got crazy too. But we're actually, uh, we got a little bit closer tonight to that goal. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. So Nice. Uh, but, yeah, check us out there. Leave us a five-star review. And keep listening, guys. And uh, if you have any any messages for us, email. We're not, hard, we're not hard to find. You can find us on Facebook. DM us on Facebook, either one of us. Or you can send an email to the final score entertainment at gmail.com. That's final score entertainment at gmail.com. And we'll definitely, definitely give you a shout out. But any last words, Warden? No, we uh, appreciate you listening. Like I said, we're seeing we're seeing an uptick and stuff. And uh, I'm, you know, me and Stevie give each other a hard time, but I'm real grateful to be on this podcast. I mean, it's oh. it's it's a blast, man. Oh, I mean, right. to be as well compensated as I am, yeah, just hanging exactly. out with just just, just just having his company. You know what I mean? And, I know. You know, and, and I, it seems be- like every week I say something that surprises stevie so like this week week it was like we used to burn brian adams album so it's Jeez, like this wait I'm tune in tune in next week you never know what you may hear torpedo girl burn brian adams album revolting I'll say, cox I'll say, look huh revolting cox yeah that's one too but i think i think the brian adams album is going really? to love torpedo girl i i keep telling you stevie i was Jeez. i had a sheltered life you asked me about these movies i had a sheltered life believe me I just, hey, Brian Adams is a devil. Oh my God. Okay. You wouldn't be surprised what the, I mean, I, when we Did do you have our, the Ann Murray albums, when, when, uh, maybe you were just against Canada. Oh no, they talked about her, Amy Grant. I, when we do our, what? when we do, when we do, I'm going to have to find these books. When we do these, the, the, what's it called? The uh, Satanic Panic. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to do a lot of research. They talked about the, Amy Grant. They talked about Amy Grant. So she was secular. They talk about Striper just because they suck. And they talked about, remember Petra? Remember Petra? I, I've heard of Petra. Yeah. I they were a big, they are, but I they're, because they they're, because they're quote unquote secular. Because there's a Bible verse that says, be this world, but be in this world, but not be of this world. I mean, this group. Amy that, Grant was secular. Amy, yeah. Cause she went pop. Baby, oh, baby. God. 
this is God. before that. This is when this is when she no, dude. You 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 don't man, they had you had girls couldn't wear pants, they had to wear culottes. Oh yeah. They're I mean, and it's and it's and I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of the stuff in Christian, they always try to rip off what's going on in the like they had their own superheroes, Bible man or whatever. I mean, yeah, when we do that one, I may piss off a few people. They don't talk to me now anyway. So I mean a couple of them blocked me on Facebook because I and because uh, I was looking at it and one of them was a good friend of mine. We disagreed on a couple of things and he wouldn't give it up to say I turned the other cheek. He didn't. So bye. <laughs> so yeah, we we the satanic panic, that's gonna be a lot of fun, dude. We're we're gonna have to actually incorporate playing video clips of this. Yeah. Because not not the music. We won't get in trouble for that, but I don't know if we can do that. You know, I don't know if you can play a video clips on YouTube. Or we can refer them to the YouTube clip because yeah, we'll just try to refer. I, I, I mean, I was sitting here taking advice from a guy who looks like Ron Jeremy's brother, so that it was the eighties. So, wow, yeah, it's pretty bad. All I right, can't, I can't wait for that one, Stevie. Yep, I have more secrets, and that'll be that'll be a good one. It'll be like the Barbara Walters we, interview with Stevie Fly. I promise you guys, we have some big names coming up, especially if you're a uh, a fan of rock music, a fan of you know, maybe I will say Kiss. There's some. There's some big shows coming up. We got some, we've got some interviews lined up. They're just, uh, they're so big. He hasn't even told me yet. Yeah, we're they're waiting in the way. I have told you. I know. I have told you. But uh, anyway, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Uh, it is November. Don't put up your Christmas decorations till after Thanksgiving. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Please, or just don't take them back. down and just the, the, you, your, your you're perfect yeah, timing right yeah. the whole year. Um, Anyway, guys, you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the fly. See ya.